did the video not play for you again, Joe? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we don't derail the start of the podcast. Welcome back to the WrestlePurious Podcast, episode 73. I'm joined by Joe Hulbert and a returning usual face, Charlie. Hello. It's been, it's been way too long since you've been on one of these shows, yeah. but we've brought it back in. At the minute, you've got a very British trio on the screen. Yeah. Manny, Manny's late because he just got his times mixed up and he's making quesadillas. I got this news as the countdown <laughs> came up. And it's he's looking like- at my Marcus turned off. <laughs> um, but yeah, Manny's going to be here like very, very, very shortly. Um, but you know, first things first, please like, subscribe, send super chats if you're ever feeling so generous. It's always appreciated. Uh, today, we're going to do our usual stuff with the AW Dynamite review. We're going to talk, uh, you know, some of Tony Khan's latest interesting comments. Uh, we're going to talk, you know, just kind of what's been going on in the wrestling world lately. It's mainly a week. It's big week. Big weekend coming up. It's about to get started. And uh, we're here for it. Charlie, you're here You're here for it. What are you most, you know, looking forward to this week? Supercard of Honour, probably. Like, as a show as a whole. Oh. Um, that one's going to be really good. Like, Vikingo vs. Commander. Like, when that got announced, I was so excited for that. Um, and just seeing a lot of wrestlers, like like Aussie Open, they've got quite a few big matches this weekend that I'm excited for. Mm. Yeah, just a lot of wrestlers. Big Aussie Open fan, Charlie. And big Aussie Open fan. We all know it, we all know it. Joe, you've got yourself a long schedule on the British time, mm. watching all these shows. Don't know how you're going to do it. You asked me before the show if I'm doing it. I said, fuck oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> Should have known better. Um, you ready? I'm slightly, I'm slightly befuddled right now. Firstly, the intro not playing for me feels like an incredible <laughs> bit that has not been explained. Um, I don't know why either. I just have to sit here and just watch whoever else is on the show watch the intro, and I'm on the screen still. It's an incredible <laughs> development. You might, um, you might come on as well. It's crazy. I know. Like, I can tell I'm on. I see this screen when the intro's playing for you guys. It's actually quite terrifying, really? I'm not going to lie. But nonetheless, um, I am also saddened because our friend Manny the Hooper is not here, as you mentioned, Monty. And, and it's a reminder, folks, for any of you watching, and maybe you have a young understudy coming alongside you at work, whoever it may be, and you're helping them come along, you're helping them develop, and you're shining a light on them, you're giving them a chance to, to stand on the mountain top alongside you. You know what I'm talking about? And... You give them this opportunity for a couple of months, and next thing you know, they're no-showing. They forget what time they're booked. They're late. And when they do that, <laughs> here it is, here it is. When, when pieces of shit like Man of the Hooper do that, what they do is they take money out of our pocket, right? Because we're here to get Super Chat money. And without Manny the Hooper, a lot less Super Chat money, much worse cut. So that's what I'm saying, Manny. I'm going to give you a chance to apologize in a moment. But I'd just like to say, folks, be careful who you trust with a push like the one that we've been giving Manny the Hooper. That's what I'm going to say. Fuck, man. I'm sorry, man. I was being it should be, bro. Years. Should be. What if we had to give refunds and shit, man? Imagine. Yeah, but we've had business. Wipe, people have walked out. You've caused all kinds of mess, you know. You gotta wipe your feet on the mat, bro. All kinds of mess, bro. You know. Um, I forgot. I forgot we start these earlier now. You told me what time this show starts. Man. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't run that anyway. Wait, anyway, what? I did. Oh, That's right. You told me what time this starts. Remember, I said, "When do we go now?" You said, "Our half for Ring of Honor." I said, "Okay, oh, see you fine. there, man." <laughs> this guy, bro. Anyway, um, God. Did any of you watch AEW All Access last night? I no. did. You did, Charlie. Charlie, tell me about 
and tell me about it because I, I, I can trust your unbiased. Oh, 100%. Always yeah. unbiased. Um, I, thought, I actually thought it was really interesting because, like, mm-hmm. obviously we don't know how, like, ramped up it is because it's a, re- a reality TV show. Like, there's probably, like, yeah, of course. a yeah. bit of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's not going to be, like, 100%. Like, but, um, like, hearing Adam Cole talk so candidly about his injury and, like, his recovery and that, it's like, it, it, feels, it feels quite real in that respect. And you get a good behind the scenes. Um, the women's stuff is actually what was the most interesting to me. Because yeah, of course. The there, there's, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of drama. And I, I'm invested. I'm, I'm going to be watching it weekly. So RIP my sleep schedule even more. <laughs> See, I can't. I'm, I'm just going to cut. I'm going to catch up. I can't. I can't yeah. do all this live stuff anymore, people. You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's brutal. Even these podcasts, you know. We're starting now. This is early for us. We're starting at nearly 11 p.m. Yeah. Manny keeps disappearing off screen to take a bite of his food. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> this is so what I'm, I'm dealing I'm, with these days, bro. It's just, well, I don't okay. know, man. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do this if it was like a pizza or something like that. But it's like, you can't eat a cold quesadilla, bro. I'm just... <laughs> 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 anyway, man. Um, yeah, AW All Access, first episode that debuted last night. Um, he, he, he done an all right little viewership, you know. A lot of people were talking about it on the timeline. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of clips floating around and stuff. And... Uh, you know, a lot of Thunder Rosa talk came out of it as well. Oh, yeah. I'm still yet to catch up, but you know, seems like they're uh, it, it seems off to a pretty decent start. You know, um, this obviously comes after this was on after AW Dynamite last night, which was a uh, I thought it was a pretty decent show, man. You know, uh, the big the big thing on the show was of course Alan Cole's in ring return versus Daniel Garcia in the main event, but there was all kinds of stuff. You know, we got some more development in the Blackpool Combat Club. And the elite storyline, yeah. quite a lot of development in that part, to be honest. Um, but, you know, there was some good stuff sprinkled throughout. So I think we'll start with the Dynamite review, to be honest. Whilst uh, we still got some people filing in and stuff, so uh, let's let's get to it. But first, mm-hmm. first, double super chats. So this 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 guy was popping up yesterday, bro. It's very worrying. Um, Henry Charles, Albert, David, one ninety nine super chat. Appreciate yeah. On behalf of the royal family, please like the video. I mean, he makes a good point. But, yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> yeah. The the, the latter. Yeah, the latter. Um, yeah, to be clear, yeah. the latter. Yes, thank you. Bam, five dollars. Appreciate you as always. Glad to see Charlie and Joe on the flagship show. Four goats on the show. Thank you to the Unpurish Gang and Wrestle Purish Galaxy for the love on my tweet last night. God bless. You know. We, we love Bam around here, you know. Good guy, good solid man, you know. Uh, Dan Walker, five fans super chat, appreciate you. Great to see Charlie here because always great to see a woman on the flagship show. I stand for all women at Reservoirs. <laughs> we know, Dan. Support, Dan. We know, man. We know. <laughs> we we try we try book them, bro. These I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with divas with hard to uh, book schedules. You know, it's it's yeah. tough. It's tough yeah. out there. Trying to get another ACO. <laughs> oh don't trying to line up the ACA stuff is borderline impossible like it's yeah so over the next couple of weeks deal with Darren. it's not on me mate it's not on me it's not on me alright none of our schedules ever line up it's impossible alright Israel you can have a link if you'd like one um 
Might as well. I saw your comment in the chat earlier. You're never free, so I don't even fucking ask you for that much of these days. It's just, she's a busy, you know, she's a busy woman. She's the first lady of WrestlePurious and all that shit. Yep. You know? she's, got, she's got a lot of meetings to do, you know. Um, Alright, fuck it. AW Dynamite opened up Jungle Boy versus Matt Hardy. The reaction Matt Hardy got popped me. Just sort of, <laughs> you was, know, just it warms my heart, so you know. <laughs> it's, People love him, man. He's it's Matt Hardy, you know. <laughs> Did you see many? Many. <laughs> many just sold you a reminder thing like it was a fire alarm. <laughs> I tried to no sell it. You did not do a very good job of that. Chief. It did not work. Oh, but yeah, man. Jungle Boy and Matt Hardy had a pretty, you know. Following match, I guess you know. Yeah. And, uh, obviously, the main the main part of the opening of the show was obviously MJF coming out after, and they went back and forth. Yeah. And you know, it was it was pretty long, but there was some good and there was some bad in all of it. But uh, you know, starting with the match, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, any uh, any interesting takeaways from it, or you know, it's kind of it's kind well, of fun. Using the word interest, I, I did think it was an interesting choice for opening. I'll say that. I, yeah. I thought it was a surprising choice for that, but the live crowd loved Matt, and the match was what you'd expect. I mean, I do think, considering what they were trying to achieve, I don't know if it needed 10 minutes, but, you know, got to let Matt cook, bro. 10 minutes. It's 10, bro. It was 10 minutes, I'm telling you. Oh, I thought that was, I thought that was <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just saying. I, I was all right. I went and started washing my dishes. I was like, man, I hear it in the background, and I'm just like, man, the match is still going, huh? Yeah. Those ones are always funny when like, you're watching a wrestling show and like, you go downstairs to wash the dishes or make some food, and you come up, and the same match is still it's on, and you're like, what's going man. on? Like, <laughs> oh, I, I, told, I told Joe yesterday, man, like, Tony Khan's a sicko for booking this match, and put, then putting it on first. I mean, he's just trying to industry plan Jungle Boy. I mean, he did it with Orange Cassidy. Hey. He's going to do it with Jungle Boy. That's a little much. Hey. But, okay. <laughs> Jack Perry's getting man. open naturally. No, I mean, with the ratings, he's going to be like, this guy's a oh. ratings mover. Because yeah. no, he knows he's going to eat it once with Orange Cassidy. Man, he now thinks yeah. every person that opens Dynamite is an industry plant situation. Tries to operate it. Yeah. Absolutely. Because oh, he, he only knows nobody reads the minutes by minutes. He only read the quarters. So, you know, there you go. There's some game <laughs> for y'all. <laughs> like you just Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, bro. Nice one. <laughs> Mike Johnson over there listening. Oh. <laughs> Give me that scoops left and right. Good stuff, man. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> and here, Del Parker, 499. Papa said he'll take me to WrestleMania. Now he won't answer my calls. Can one of you tell him, please? Bro, Parker's a busy guy, man. He, he, we he tried to get him on this show, and you know, it yeah. didn't happen. And he's he's a very busy guy, you know. But Tuesdays, you can find him, except for this week. Yeah. <laughs> except for this week, you know, he's, oh. he's we can't find him either. So you're not the only one. All right. <clears throat> so the match was fine. The back and forth with MJF. Um, I was kind of in and out of like attention to this. Right. Because it just kind of dragged. And it's like MJF, uh, he comes out and he kind of does his usual shtick before like getting into like the meat of the back yeah. and forth with Jungle Boy. And it, it mm-hmm. just kind of annoyed me almost. Yeah. Because what was the point of it, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, so I don't know, man. So like I said at the very start of the show, it's like, you know, there, there was some, there was ups and downs in this segment as a whole. Like I wouldn't say, oh, MJF cut a shitty promo or anything like that. He never does that, you know. That would be a uh, mm. very exaggerated. But at the same time, he, uh, he did have some stuff I didn't like, uh, like his usual shtick at the start. And but you know, yeah. uh, they, they, they created some interest in the feud. Definitely, I think most people liked it as well. Seeing them go back and forth, people are. Um, Happy to see Jungle Boy like in the total situation. It seems you know people are behind it. You know I the, the, the hook. hook. Like when Hook came Bills. out, I popped for that. Yeah, everyone loves Hook, but it's just not. Yeah. He's a he's an interesting one, and Hook at the moment. Well, I think yeah. next week's match is going to get some time because they got some time at the uh, at the house show, right? Him and Ethan Page. I guess next week, right? I don't know when they're running it, but they're, they're going to wrestle at some point. And, uh, oh, yeah, probably. They got, you know, they got a chance to do that at the house show and got some time. So that'll be interesting to see how Hook fares in that kind of match. Obviously, while he's not the most dynamic guy, Ethan is certainly a very solid guy for that role, right? To kind of let him spread yeah. his wings a little. So that'll be interesting. So, and yeah. Stay heel. <laughs> you know. Uh, I, need, uh, I, need a, I need backstage footage of Jungle Boy talking to Anna Jane, like, bro, what are, you, what are you doing? Giving out, like, a... <laughs> like Jungle Boy going back through the curtain to find Anna Jane. Like, Where is she? You know? <laughs> Leading with bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're talking to Pillow talking to MJF, you know, you're telling us, you're telling our secrets what's going on. It'll be, it'll be great content. Yeah. And plus, you know, it's great I that Jungle Boy can talk now. So, like, what did you guys like, uh, Joe? What did you kind of like think of, you know, just kind of the the angle that went with the promo, like how the you know how the rest of the match in twenty twenty and they went on a crossroads, and you know MJF, you know he snakes everyone, but Jungle Boy is like the honest good guy, you know, and it's not got him anywhere, blah blah blah. But you know he'd rather be that than you know not be able to look himself in the mirror. I think the line was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, what did you think of the angle they went with? I think considering where they ended up, it was objectively like effective, right? In the yeah. sense that it looked for a minute, it got shaky with the crowd wanting Jack, and then he quickly won him back with some fire. And I think in the end, it worked. I think the question is, as you kind of alluded to, is did it need this much time to achieve that? I'm not certain of that. I mean, I think the content was simple enough that they really, I think they kind of went in circles a couple of times before they got to the point when, when Jack did fire up. So overall, it's a successful segment and it was effective, but you, when you're looking at it in the, you know, where it was placed in the show and such, I do think it slowed the show down in a way that it didn't have to at all considering the content. I mean, you just explained it in like 15 seconds. I mean, it wasn't rocket science, the story they were telling, right? Like it's last, you know, nice guys finish last is not um, a new nuanced idea to explore on dynamite. So I think they could have done it in a way that was a lot, you know, could have, it could have been edited basically, which I think is a common criticism of Max at this point, but. What it achieved, ultimately, at least they came out of it successfully without, you know, I was one point when they were what in Jack, I thought it was, it was trending in a dangerous direction, but thankfully it came back around and I think he came out of it okay. Um, so it was, it was solid, but I, I do think you could have, you could have trimmed it and been no worse for that. So, yeah, definitely. It's just like uh, by the time the match and the segment was done, it's like right. boom, 30 minutes in, bro. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. With the amount of uh, stuff that you usually get going on on a dynamite, like to donate, like literally, like a quarter of your show to like something that you could have done in ten minutes, you know, it's uh, yeah, you know, and that's also when you look at the match again, like, and again, yeah, it's not exactly. 
it's not the match was bad because it wasn't, but it's like if you're going to have a long segment, did that match need to be ten minutes long? Yeah. Considering everyone knew Jack was going to win, right? So it's like, yep. I don't know. I think sometimes that's something that Tony struggles with in terms of when the audience knows the the purpose of a match. You don't necessarily need to get heat, you know. He doesn't need to work. Upon it, it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. I think we'll be all right. Yeah. yeah. But again, it was nice to see him out there getting his pops and yeah, doing the delete yeah. chant. He always works. He holds up, you know. But yeah, uh, Charlie, anything you want to add about your favourite wrestler in the world, oh, Maxwell Jacobs? Yeah. Uh, no, Joe's pretty much nailed all of it. I won't go on a rant this time round. I've said my piece on MGF before. Um, I- I- I'll give him the fact he like he let Jack get his shit off, and it was a back and forth. It wasn't just MJF chatting the entire time. Mm. So I think it got where it needed to be in the end, but. Mm. They need to cut these segments down because why have we been here for 25 minutes? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. that's my takeaway from it. Oh no, look who's here. <laughs> Any guesses <laughs> actually anyone? first? <laughs> Is it wrong? Oh, someone guess. <laughs> All right, Daddy's <laughs> home. Oh, <Daddy's> home. oh. <laughs> why you have to come I'm in like that, bro? Don't come in like that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, What's going on, Ethan? This is a very European podcast today. It's uh, it is it is about. it's very it's very okay. Very <laughs> is that is that Manny? <laughs> why why does Manny not have a not have a profile picture? Is he in a, is he in a coaster deal? He's been very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. Manny, I don't even know what to say about him. Charlie, how are you doing? It's good to see you on the podcast, Joe Holbert. It's good to see you as well, sir. Happy Look to at see people you on a Thursday show. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. This is how much people me. just hate Brits, you know? They're <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll take anything. Oh my God, back of hangman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> right. I'll take an American accent. Like, All right. Uh, nah, uh, I'm just passing. I'm getting ready for work right now. I start at 6.30. Uh, I'm imagining you guys are talking about the beginning of Dynamite. I was excited to watch the show. I was really tired coming off work, and the first thing I saw was Matt Hardy, and I was like, "All right." Um, <laughs> I, I, it felt like his match with Jungle Boy went about 27 minutes. Uh, <laughs> did, didn't didn't need to be a 27 didn't need to be a 27 minute backdrop for ultimately what mattered, which was MJF and, and Jungle Boy's verbiage, which uh, that also was very long, but uh, but also productive. You know, I don't know if you guys have spoken about the promo yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting because Max, I said this on Twitter, Max is the type of champion. I think that he's, he's the type of performer where I think on television, the value in his title reign is going to be in elevating guys who aren't quite ready for main events, but, but you still want to toss them in there and see what they got. You know what I mean? And uh, in the case of Jack Perry, this is very interesting. I thought he did well for this promo and um the other thing that really stood out to me watching it, though, was that I think that the gap between him and MJF is so stark that I think that it might be time for Jack to start looking at reinventing aspects of his game, to be honest, uh, whether that be his presentation or what. Because as a wrestler, he's a, he's a very good wrestler. But, um, yeah, you know, overall good piece of business. Yeah, I think 
Definitely, like, when you see MJF out there, and like you know, he's in the suit, he's got the he's got the world title and stuff, and you look mm-hmm. at Jungle Boy, and he's still got his fucking tars and pants on, yeah. and you're like, yeah, all right, man, yeah, all right, man. Fucking... he needs sneakers. He, he needs the leather jacket. You know, bro, he looks like he's still in like PWG mode, and like Max looks like a big boy with a championship, and uh, you know, again, not to like even bury Jack, because I think Jack's very talented. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but it's like it's almost like. When you see your old friend that you haven't seen since maybe college or whatever, and like you're both like thirty, and like he's still like on that phase of life, you know what I mean? And he's asking you like, like what 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 bar are we hitting afterwards? It's like, bro, I have a family, you know. <laughs> so yeah, Jack, start a family, you know, like like upgrade your gear, stop calling yourself Jungle Boy, you know. He doesn't, to be fair. Well, yeah, I think his, his graphic. You know, at this point. Yeah, his gra- his graphic says Jack Perry on it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's more the, the crowd away from it. Yeah, yeah that's the it's the theme. He's what makes it talk. Yeah. It's like, do you want to make you want to step away from the theme? Boy, you know? so. mm-hmm. Yeah, Listen, like, do you get rid of music that people like love so much? Mm-hmm. I probably would not. No, I, I keep the song. Like, you know, what? I think you can keep the music, but get rid yeah. of the gimmick. They've just got to work faster on transitioning out. Guys, you, you know what I noticed is the 2010s uh, wrestling trend for white guys when they get pushed. Uh, he, and he this, this is a little cement. What? They want best friends. No, no. So what? What happens is <laughs> no. What, what's going to happen? <laughs> that's what Jungle Boy Jackson, wanted. Listen, you'll know Jackson main eventer when he straightens his hair. Right? Listen, straightens his no. hair. Listen, listen. Ties it back. Gets a fade on the sides. That's, that's that's every long haired main event wrestler's hairstyle. Nope. 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 <laughs> I'll do some. I'll do something with the hair. No. It's too long. Leave yeah. his hair alone. No. My goodness. <laughs> it, it, it just you know cuts cuts some. I need there, him to know, be just... a killer, Charlie. You know. He can be a killer yeah. with curly There's, hair. Not, no, well, not everyone on the show needs to be like a badass, you know. It's fine. Just be a baby. Yeah. Wait, like, my thing is, if you fuck with his hair, you ruin it. I want to, see, I want to look at Jungle Boy and think he would kick my yeah. ass. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. As the hair guy on the show, he's yeah. a joke. Put him back in a leather jacket. Like, this is give it. him this new gear. Monty has been he's been reading the Triple H playbook. He wants everyone with leather jackets. With grimaces, you know, showing Joe, showing mean streaks, you know. Joe, have you noticed? Have you noticed Austin Theory's character design changed after the regime changed? Mm-hmm. He used to have like no, this derpy shitty. He used to have this derpy shitty like thin little like soul patch, and that's it. And then Hunter got him like a fade and like a beard and and and, and, a, and a jacket and a chain, you know. Yeah. yeah. To be oh, fair, shit. like Jackie's over though. You know, it's yeah, like he, he needs the, He doesn't he need the Austin Fear. Yeah, I'm just I, fucking around. I just want to look, look, look. I'm not, look, Monty, <laughs> look, Monty, if, I guess you look cool with a fade or whatever, but look, as the hair guy of this channel, you can't. Well, when, when, when you have long hair, man, you, and you're not losing it, man, you got to keep it as long as you can because one day you're just going to wake up and you're going to look like Steve Austin. You know, you're going to have a bald head and you just don't want that. Yo, yo, Monty. Tony Khan tells um, Mikey Ruckus, I'm tasking you with a main event theme for Jungle Boy. And it's just like, I'm a jungle man. I'm a jungle man. Let's not change the theme. 
Yeah. Let's leave, leave the music. Let's music. just leave him out. He's fine. He'll be all right. Don't you know? fuck <laughs> <laughs> Just give him new gear. Because if you give yeah. him new gear, they're going to stop chanting Jungle Boy. And that's the main issue right now. All right. Here that's we fine. go. Here we go. Let's go for Super Chats. That match uh, is going to be very good, by the way. MJF yes. and Jack Perry. It's gonna be yeah. 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 They're both. Right. The last one was at the reference last night in 2020. Yeah. It was yeah. great. Um, all right. Bam, $5 says, Charlie, being one of the top executives of Elite Law, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you expect your story to oh, go. How wrong do you have? Because I have a lot of thoughts. Um, as of, oh God, as of right now, I think the next big part of the story is going to be how Takeshita plays into it. And mm. with Don Callis trying to do whatever he's doing, and whether the fact that Takeshita like said that he had Brian's back during the MJF feud, is that gonna play into where he falls into this BCC and Elite feud, or is he just gonna not get involved at all? I think that's the next big story beat. And um Omega mm. vs Danielson will happen before the end of April. I'm hundred percent sure of that. That will be a main event of Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna happen soon i don't think they'll hold out on double or nothing for that because they're probably gonna do anarchy in the arena charlie i have i have, I have an open suggestion for you and monty because elite lore is so constant and ever evolving right mm -hmm. and because we get bte every week and it seems mm -hmm. now that the elite are the focus of dynamite they leave so many breadcrumbs and so many tidbits to analyze mm -hmm. i honestly think just like how peps did our joshi guide I honestly think if you're willing to, I think we should honestly get a weekly elite lore guide from Charlie. Yeah. I've like genuinely, I, 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 I genuinely I, think like basically here's the thing with Charlie. Anyways. Here's the thing with uh, Charlie. <laughs> our good friend mm -hmm. Chucky of WrestleCure. Yeah. <laughs> <Chucky. laughs> oh no, she could do these things, you know. She's busy woman, you know. <laughs> you know, she she'll come to <laughs> me for peach an, an elite feature peach Sometimes. and I'll be like, Yeah, go ahead. Eight weeks later, <laughs> you know. Where's that? Where's <laughs> the yeah, no, a lot happened with that one. It got there eventually, but um, my placement ends next week. So after that's done, yeah, I'm done for it. I'll yeah, have a lot more free time. Whatever, whatever you want to do, features, well, weekly elite law yeah. guides, anything you want to do, you know, you can do them. So just hit me up. They're, they're gonna have a hot, cause, especially because the elite are gonna are scheduled. They're gonna have a hot spring. You know what I mean? Oh, oh of course. Like, yeah. like it's gonna be like the spring slash summer of the elite and shit. So, <clears> you know, there's gonna be a lot to talk about with them. Oh yes. That warrants their own. I put half of article. it on Twitter, anyways, and exactly. I'm pretty That's good at predicting like what's gonna happen. So, Monty, I feel like you, because you know, you always go like save these essays for articles when you see me making long fucking tweet rants. Like that's me with Charlie. I'm seeing her making these long ass fucking posts about the elite. I'm like, this could be an article, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially I like the idea of doing like a guide for it as well because yeah. like, you know with the with the way that the elite do storytelling when they really get the teeth into something. So like obviously since the, when they came back and they were doing the trios run, like they were just you know they were just having matches, you know, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. And like now they're getting their teeth into something again, and then they like to do the subtle hints and the different beats mm -hmm. and oh, yes. the tie in the emotion and the friendship and the blah blah blah, you know. And the, you know, people, people want to keep up with it. I think the That's friendship storyline will look so much better in, in a blood and guts match and anarchy and arena match. I'm just gonna throw that hey, out there. When we get to the I, big matches, you're all gonna why, be why not both? 
Yeah, they're yeah, they're, gonna, they're all going to be great. You can do both. And and Charlie, I also like the guide idea because uh, you know there are certain things that the elite do that go over caveman brain heads like myself. You know, who just I, I'm like, all right, it's just a bunch of men crying right now in the ring. What's happening here? And then Charlie can go and write in the article and like be like, actually, Hangman is emotionally <laughs> affected by the by the the fact that Matt Jackson isn't on board the way Nick Jackson is, even though Matt was the one who approved of the book Slot Lariat. And I can be like, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> she can tell. She can tell all the loose ends. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, the next thing in the show, the next show, in the, sh- the next thing in the show, finally mm. got there, was um, was Kenny, and Don Callis. Yeah. Don Callis was just being fucking, oh, just hey. you know, piece of shit, you know, yeah. just deceptive, talking oh. over Kenny. Saying he's gonna do stuff for Kenny that he didn't ask, didn't get asked to do. Kenny's just baffled the whole time, you know. <laughs> Can't even get his questions out. The poor guy, you know. And uh, Don Kelly says he's gonna go and apologize to Hangman for you know acting like he like, like he was struck by him last week and blah blah blah. And uh, yeah, and Kenny's just kind of like, what just happened, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yes, what did, just happened? I did appreciate though the. You know, like Don explaining what happened rather than... I mean, as much as we all played around with the idea, like the notion that Kenny just would be oblivious to the fact that Hangman didn't hit him was a little much. So that this was a, a yeah. nice way to, you know, explain that, but it still added some drama to the thing, and obviously they ramped it up with this episode. So I thought the Don Callis stuff was really effective. I mean, partly because he just legitimately got the shit kicked out at one point, which was <laughs> um, quite the development. But nonetheless, it, I thought it was pretty compelling stuff throughout the show. And, and you know, the Blackpool Combat Club... As an overall theme, I know we just talking about this individual segment, but like this last few weeks has been really big for them as an actual mm-hmm. faction, right? Rather than just being yeah. like a guys, you know, group of guys who are associated with each other, they've been a real faction. They've been a dominant force in the show in a different way as of late, and I think it's it's added a lot to Dynamite. I think absolutely, just just them going around backstage kicking the shit out of people. It's like yeah. all right, you know, they're, they're, like you said, it's it's a proper faction now, and uh, mm-hmm. this is. I love how the moving parts lead to a developing story throughout the show. It's been the formula they've been doing for two episodes now, and um, you know, I look again, and yes, this is part probably come because of me, you know, growing up on Fed programming. But I, I do like having a a storyline anchoring the skeleton of of a wrestling program. You know what I mean? And and this one is really really good. Um, these last like it's funny because the last couple of weeks I've been more of like a BC like the vignette guy, and I'm just like 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 last night what they did, I was just so like pumping my fist, like that was my favorite thing on the whole show, and I just think that mm-hmm. like the way they've carried themselves, and then when Danielson came back, I was just like, bro, who's gonna fuck with these guys? Like, I'm like this is nobody gonna be able to stop them. <laughs> what like, did these, you say, these, Manny, when you came in the Discord? What did you say? Your first words. Finally, some real motherfuckers have came back. <laughs> Finally, some real motherfuckers have come back. Like I was like I was watching and I was like, okay, I can see Kenny like you know like standing up to these guys. I can see Hangman. I looked at the buck. I was like, I looked at the bucks. I said, they're fucked. What are they gonna do? Like <laughs> you're just gonna eat them alive. It'd be real quick because uh, I know your time with us is gonna be pretty limited. Uh, all right, Darren Walker, five pound super chat. He says, Ibu, legend of wrestle purists here. How are you tonight? Hope you're okay. I'm doing great. Uh, I'm going into work on a Thursday, which I normally don't do. And uh, I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm happy to at least pass by because, uh, you know what I mean? I'm a trooper and I, this is what I do. So, Darren, thank you so much for the kind words. I'm happy to be here. 
Uh, and I'm looking forward to actually watching that Impact show tonight when I get home. God bless. I will not be watching that live. Uh, the first lady of WrestlePure. Hi, bitch. Too bad. <laughs> She's it's, it's been one week. Oh shit! Wait, where did this go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong. We can hear you. You're all good. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. Shout How out you to Brian Danielson. Uh, shout out to Adam Cole. Shout out to the Elite. Shout out to John Moxley and the BCC. Uh, fuck. <sighs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like. If you're going to be a grown-ass woman in your 30s, you no longer in high school, you you have a whole career, two careers, that you think that bitches will get over the mean girl shit and, like, bullying shit and, like, trying to get people to, like, go against someone. It's just so fucking corny. Like, um, you're too damn grown for this. And when I was trying to say that Miss Rosa was misunderstood, y'all were like, no, this person has a valid reason to go against her because this person said this and that person said that. And it's like, it all goes down to like the same source. It's the same bitch. Like, I don't, I don't think she's the devil like they're trying to make her out to be. And the fact that mm. she's not there to defend herself is insane to me. Like, it's literally just, like, everyone coming together to talk about her, like, go against her. And she can't even defend herself. Like, she has not said a single word. But, like, she's the problem. Yeah, I'm not sure, buying sure, whatever sure, these bitches <laughs> are selling. Until Rosa herself comes up and she speaks out for herself and defends herself, then I, don't, I don't give a damn. Like, this is just, like, I, when I was watching that shit, it literally was giving me those mean girls that like peaked in high school and then they went to like nursing school so that they can like accuse patients of like faking illness to get narcotics like that's the like personality type that i was getting I'm like i see right through you bitches like the truth always comes out and especially when it's a bunch of colored women going mm. against no god i'm just saying i am just saying listen listen that. open invitation melissa come on come on come on uh russell Pearson and give you a side of the story who the hell's melissa thunder rosa oh yeah, that, 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 that's the uh that's the in-depth aw all access review but rallying you know that's that that's that, that real review you know yeah. all right hold on hold on hold on Ibu, before you get going somebody brain buster said he sent us a super chat if you want to pull it up he said it's a, it's a storyline you're gonna work pal first of all i ain't your pal okay you don't know my full government you don't know where i stay at i'm not your pal that's one number two um it's a storyline I'm getting worked. These bitches aren't like mm, talking to dirt sheets and spreading rumors. All right. I'm Listen, just getting I, worked I, though. Besides, I'm not, first of all, let me just say something. I'm, I've never been worked in my life. I'm just an expressive type have. of person. <laughs> I, this, is just, this is how I talk, okay? Like, I have wanna... you, if you've never met an Iraqi woman or an Arab woman, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't understand that this is just how we get our points across, okay? Nobody's worked. I'm just, saying this is my analysis of what I'm seeing in front of me because we all know that reality show is dramatized. Reality show is not going to be fully 100% the truth. And this is this applies to every single reality show. I, I'm watching Love is Blind right now. I'm going 
through everybody in the yeah. on the on the show and I'm judging them and they're most likely not like being fully truthful but that's that's what it is like if you're if you're going to present a certain narrative in front of me I'm going to react to said narrative no I'm going to I'm going to say this real quick Mister, what is that show about Hold on, man. Was blind? No, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. No, listen. Uh, look, regarding the Rosa. Yo, I think, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. But um, if y'all never watched Love Is Blind, um, I wouldn't suggest starting it over from the first season. Just watch this season because it is messy. Like these bitches on here are going crazy. Okay. Whatever, so, whatever you want to say. Is there like a blind and the guy can't see each other? Like, like why is it called Love Is so, Blind? So. Um, <laughs> You're going on blind dates. Literally, you cannot see oh. each other. And the oh, objective wow. of the show is to see if love is blind, like you meet the love of your life. Mm -hmm. Sight unseen. You just getting to know each other on a deep personal level. And then they propose. And then you see each other in person, see how that works out. And then in like a few weeks, you have to get married and see if you get married or not. I want to just happy say with that, my name? Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> check, check, your check your DMs right now. Fuck you, Manny. Listen, I... Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't leave StreamYard. Listen, regarding Thunderosa and, and Britt Baker, I didn't watch this fucking show. I don't know what they showed you, uh, but their issues are legitimately real. They have real problems. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, Britt, Britt's real stance is like, you know, I feel how I feel about her, but you know, it's not gonna affect what I do. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna fucking fight her every time I see her backstage. Like they're just gonna avoid each other essentially. So that's kind of where that stands. I mean, you know what, doing this, we're, we're fucking talking about it now, so fuck it. Okay. Um, the Thunder Rosa thing for me is, uh, I remember me and Israel agreed on like quite a few things like a few months ago, like when she first got injured and stuff, because like, like, like what she was referring to earlier, it's like all these people were saying things about her while she was away injured and she had no like outlet to like say anything back, do you know what I mean? And it just felt like very much like a pile on, regardless of what the truth and what the facts were. We don't know as fans, but like at that time, the way that everyone was just piling on, that's just kind of what it felt like at that time. Then um, Thunder Rose had done an interview where, you know, she kind of, uh, she didn't even really clap back, but she did talk about it a bit, you know, then she just kind of got buried by people and stuff. And like, when it all kind of settled down a bit and you're like, okay, Thunder Rose is recovering from her injury. And now it gets to the point where she said a few months ago that she was aiming, hopefully, for like January, February, I think she said. And January, February is coming and she's not coming back. And it's like, okay, this is getting a bit weird now. Like, where is she? Because she's going on busted open. She's doing this, she's doing that. He's just wondering, like, where is she? Do you know what I mean? And uh, then all access comes on and it restarts all these Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, Team Baker, whatever you want to call that sort of locker room. Like, <laughs> beef. Again, like mm -hmm. being brought up to the surface, and like, mm -hmm. um, obviously, I didn't watch AW all that stuff, but I've seen some of the clips and stuff. And I know that Britt Baker speaks about Rosa, and she's not exactly the biggest fan of her. But it's like, like what Isra says, like, Thunder Rosa's not around to kind of like defend herself, you know. But like, my genuine, like, oh, that's is she on the show? Is Thunder, night. is Thunder Rosa on the show? Uh, not last night, but she'll be on next week's episode, I think. Oh, that's, yeah, cool. I that's wanna, spicy. I also didn't want to know that she was on Instagram Live. Like uh, talking about some of the stuff, so yeah, she's. Uh, I just, I think it's just very, uh, you know, it's just messy. It's kind of very easy to avoid as well. So 
Also, Dex Hartwood just posted a picture of him and Cash with CM Punk at the gym. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It kind of just feels like the dentist noticed the guys getting too much uh, attention for their drama. And she's like, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I will say about that, Isra. Like, so, you know, and, and look, I, I, I love CM Punk, right? My favorite wrestler of all time. But, um, you know. It, it feels like Thunder Rosa is out here, like, groveling to get back in. Like, you know how she had that meeting with the whole, like, roster and shit? Like, she's doing that, and she's acting apologetic, and, like, people are still kind of, like, dogging her and, like, not giving her credit for that. Meanwhile, like, you know, Punk, he's, you know, his mindset's not exactly the same exact way. You know what I mean? So, uh... <laughs> Stop Stop No, no, wait, you, you don't get my, 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 the point I'm making. I'll get what your point is, but it's just nasty. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> what I'm saying, Thunder Rose is basically like, guys, my bad, you know, I'm not perfect, let's just all move on. You know, it feels like, oh, you suck my fucking dick. I didn't do anything wrong. You know, so, it's just, it's just interesting. I just, uh, I think I would have to watch All Access in full. And um, I'd have to, you know, have a, have a re-look at some of the recent podcast comments, or the really recent ones and stuff like that. And, uh, but I think there is a chance that it's one of those things where it's like it was a real problem, but there is absolutely every chance it could be turned into a work at some point. You know, I could still I could definitely see it being worked sure. into the uh, you know the outcast versus the homegrown yeah. uh, yeah. storyline. But like I said, the the issues are definitely like real. It's just whether they can be turned into you know into a work. Um, because also, okay. it's like, what would Rosa do if she's not going to be worked into that storyline? It's just, you know, she's going to do yeah, BJ. Yeah, yeah. No one wants it's, it, it's, it, seems like, it seems like the whole division is starting to kind of get in, in on the storyline. And uh, real quick before I clock in, uh, so who saw the, the, the picture with CMFTR? Me. Yes. How, how's Phil looking, man? Is he looking, is he looking ripped? Is he looking jacked? He looks very ripped he's, and looks very happy. Picture. Oh, you can't tell. He's just smiling a lot. And he said he looks very happy. <laughs> he does. Oh, he's, he's, happy. he's with his bestie. It's fucking CM Punk. They're all having a good time. It's my power, Charlie. You know what I mean? I, well, I, need, I need to go. Go do your job. She said go do your job. She said that. You got tampons to stock up, little boy. This photo is going to make me some money through the day. So they're in, uh, so okay, so they're all in LA now. <laughs> oh, I can't even. All right, you know, what? never mind. You trying to get on the screen? Yeah. He is no, I was, um, I was gonna say something, question that said, um, it's gonna be a real honor. Nah, oh, fuck it, I'm not because the timeline's gonna be nasty if he is. Who, we, what if CM Punk pops up at Ring of Honor, like a super card? Here we go. No, no. <laughs> Look at this. Here we go. That's some good shit right there. Let me tell you. Is Look it? at that. Look at those smiles, oh, mate. Manny was right. He does look very happy. <laughs> he does. I love how Manny said he looks ripped when he's wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> you can't tell. He looks mad normal. He looks mad normal. I can't lie. <laughs> Oh, look, look at that TR, man. This is beautiful. And then Anyways. He does not look bad. It's the tattoos. You know, you can't see yeah. it. The tattoos are covering up his muscles. <laughs> this is, 
this boy now CM Punk look at hold on zoom in on CM Punk face this how you look when you're smiling through the pain (laughs) this how you look when you want people to know hey look at me I'm happy look at how happy I am like he is miserable just put this man on (laughs) I can't say (laughs) it's giving uh these are my only friends Oh, come on. Uh, don't worry. Hobbs is there probably too. He probably took the photos. <laughs> oh my god. Hey yeah, man, they're coming back. You know what I mean? Look, hey, at look at these. Just look at these. Rob $2 super chat. Appreciate Yeah, Obviously, one of the impurest trio. Ibu, go stack lettuce, Brody. He told you to get back to work, bro. Clock in, brother. Uh, I, I, re- right. I, re- I already, I already, I already clocked in. <laughs> right, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna fly through some super chats because it's starting to build up. Hey, come here. Right. Andrew the Giant, uh, two pound super chat. He says, "Manny's feature made me watch Hogan versus Vince." Right, yeah. that is a the line Ooh. about I'd rip my shirt if I wasn't on Twitch was incredible. An incredible <laughs> detail to add to the experience. But... <laughs> It was so funny. People just sending me in the group chats of like uh, some of the quotes from the feature. And I'm like, bro, I said that. I can't believe I. It was just awesome. Like you see all the stuff that I said. Quoting Eminem was that was a little much. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> that might have been the most egregious part of all of it. We'll be honest, but you know, whatever. Yeah, Charlie, did you see that? Many, many, many. What is that? Just man versus Hogan is he is like a top five U.S. soil match now. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. What was the line about? You gotta let the real music flow. <laughs> <laughs> the Eminem line popped me. It was, yeah. it was great. Listen, go go watch go go watch go uh go read Manny's last feature on the it's on the website. So you know if you go through if you even go on our Twitter, you'll probably find it. It's one of our most recent tweets. So I like the yeah. I like the you know I like the twenty verse stakes part. Listen, listen, the, the, a real great time is reading reading Manny's article before it gets edited. That's the best thing. Yeah. I'm just like in a zone, you know, I, I just go out there and I just start writing. I'm not even worried about like all that other shit, you know, I'm just like writing, nope. bro. I'm just. <laughs> what did you say, because Manny stepped away from the stream for like five minutes and you came back, he said, sorry, I had to go cook on WordPress. <laughs> it, it was during it was during the Rocking Stone call. I couldn't finish, yeah. I couldn't focus on the match. And I said, I'll, I'll be like, I just left and it was writing on WordPress yeah. for like. Then I just wrote. I read wrote all the way until like the Brock and Kurt Angle match, and then Incredible. this is how I ended up buying my PlayStation Five because I ended up writing again until like at a grocery store closed and I needed some eggs, and then like. <laughs> What's going on now? Wait, wait, okay. What are you talking about? Why does this happen on every podcast with Manny? I just find myself wondering, like, what is this guy talking about? Switch off like a second, he's talking about getting eggs and shit. What's going on? Listen listen to me. If you you give Manny the mic for more than two minutes, we're going to find ourselves talking about like boxing or like literally anything <laughs> he's, he's a sicko but yeah what read manny's feature is basically the yeah. point appreciate the super yes. chat andrew um princess diana <laughs> five dollars appreciate you jack perry is a wonderful wonderful young man you all should be ashamed you I should because i was listening to the podcast um while i was 
getting ready, right? Oh, and no. um, y'all playing with him too much. I mean, I was, I was uh, you know, I was doing a bit. I was doing performance art for. He's okay. Here's the thing. I'm not a fan of petite wrestlers. I feel like you gotta either just be a man or get the hell out, right? But I feel like it's his charm. Like he's just a pretty, pretty princess. Like that's yeah, why I like him because he's yeah. very delicate and feminine and cute. So like maybe we need maybe this is what wrestling needs. Well, you know, you I don't do. like when they call him Jack Perry now. Like, what are we doing? What? Hmm. I don't hmm. like the Jack Perry thing. He's Jungle Boy. I'll just stick to John Moxley fucking axe punching down cast his skull right open. Axe punching. <laughs> All right, man. All right, Ricky, four ninety nine. I think I know who this is gonna be for. Ibu, oh when you get God. to the hotel, tell them you're with oh Stark. They'll walk you to our suite. I made dinner reservations for tonight. Ricky, well, dinner with you. Ricky Starks? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know what this is about. I don't, you know. Yeah, you you're having, you're having a thought with Ricky? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. That's the thing. I, I have no you idea. What you better talk about. him <laughs> That's not. You should, you should probably like go to work. Yeah, you need to. I you am. Need to fix that. <laughs> All right, Bree oh, Wee four ninety nine. Brie, uh, Brie taking the cortisone shot after Dragon Thunder Rosa was crazy. Well, you know, it's always it was all filmed for dramatic effect. That's what that's one of the clips I saw. You know, so oh, Britt Baker, it's just like the hard workout. Look how much she sacrifices. You know, getting needles in. She and really manipulated just- everyone <laughs> and like babyface herself with this whole Thunder Rosa thing. Because I swear, it wasn't nobody on her side before that. <clears throat> it was a Britt Baker hate train. Her abilities getting exposed. Every other day, and now, like, she's baby faced because she found another villain, she could villainize somebody else. I just find that a little funny. It's all uh, it's, it's a very messy uh, situation, but yeah, that did pop me. Like I said, look, Brit mean, like, the you know, the company work or getting the shots, you know, just so she can have another match to just for the love of the company, you know. But it's fun to Rosa, <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, she don't even want to come to work. I wish I was like a good wrestler, you know, being mean at Thunder Rosa. You know, you, 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 can, at least justify, you can at least justify, like, you know. Like... Manny, do you remember what you thought of the uh, the steel cage match with Rosa and Britt by any chance? Because I've, I've heard mixed reports on your own opinion on that. Do you, do you have any memory of that, Manny? I heard it was bad. You did? Okay. Now, was, did you think it was bad and everyone thought it was good or the other way around? I can't remember. What was it specifically, man? Oh, look, Joe, you know, the thing is you grow. You're not the same man you were yesterday. You know, if I was the same man I was yesterday, then I didn't, you know, Yesterday's grow. star rating is not today's star rating, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different world. Good call, man. I respect different it. time. Different time. Um, all right, let's keep it flowing with the super chats. Um... Uh, Henry Charles Albert David, 199, at Diana. Are me and William really related? That's just very... Oh, fuck. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. This is, this is what we deal with now, Charlie. It's, just, it's, all, it's all fucked up. Bam, $2 super chat. Appreciate it. Queen Isra, that's the super chat. And Damn Andy. right. Damn right. Um, also, I just noticed this is the first podcast I'm doing with Joe. Indeed. We have now, never crossed paths before. I thought you was ducking me this whole time. Well, I that's that's a little bit of a strong allegation, I will say. <laughs> um, I will concede 
the the first like 90 seconds you were around earlier before you said miss rosa i had no idea what you were talking about and was <laughs> complete if you watch it back i'm smiling i have no clue who you're referencing or what it's about <laughs> and then you said miss rosa oh yeah all access yes this makes sense now so but nonetheless it's good it's good to do this it's fun he's a proper englishman he is yeah has a post that piece of shit next to me right Pro- a proper, why don't proper, y'all he's a proper bloke England can't cool. be that big. Like, why don't y'all it's just not. like? It's, it's too big to drive down and meet Monty. <laughs> Fuck. You know, and, and do what? You know. Sort <laughs> <laughs> of a progress show. Come on, man. To be honest, it's probably more on me because there is actually been like a couple of uh, wrestling shows in London that I yes. probably could have gone to not and linked up. But you know, there's literally no reason for anyone from. I'm gonna like link up and get the podcast mics and a table well, and like some lights. Mm. I'm not in charge of the budget, mm. unfortunately. Mm. Mm. It's giving low budget. I've heard that. So me and Joe are just in the studio whilst all you guys are on StreamYard with us, you know? Just imagine that. Well, to be fair, you don't need lighting. Just take Monty's ring light with you and just go places, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just Absolutely. go places. Good <laughs> just somewhere in London. Do like a vlog. Um. <laughs> a vlog on StreamYard. Diana replied with a two dollar super chat saying, "Of course, darling, here's your half brother." That was obviously to the Henry super chat. Who's uh, doing this law? Oh, it's, it's someone. Bits. It's great. Wait, which one were they talking about? Manny, I'm not getting into real family <laughs> discussions with you. <laughs> Rob, two dollar super chat. Ibu goes to Latis Bro. I think that was from earlier. It was uh, far four triple two five dollars. Appreciate you. Israel with the HBK shirt and Charlie with the Mark shirt. Absolutely. Yes. That Shawn Michael shirt is uh that's that's some real graps right there. You know, it's, shout it's shout hard. out Mark as well, of course. But that's real graps right there. Look at the font, you know. <laughs> Look yeah. at that fun. That's, a, that's <laughs> a classic one. This is very no, really is. 2020, I think. I don't even know when. I love this shirt because I stole it. <laughs> Fair. I didn't. <laughs> that's the room. Uh, Mazfan 84199. Manny Fajan recooked old wrestler on Verge of Death. It is. is 100% true. <laughs> it is. But I'll, I'll get it. I'll never though. forget when, when Monty went four and three quarters on that Ric Flair match. That was when I knew Manny was like a different kind of animal, you know. Like that was, to me, you've ne- you'll never top that. That was your finest work ever. I still watch that match sometimes. I so go back that's and watch it. You're, you're an animal, man. That's that's insane. It's awesome, bro. You know, make no, the people feel something, bro. <laughs> no, bro, it's an occasion. It's not awesome, Monty. Come on. It is. <laughs> no. You, you ever seen a match like that before? <laughs> no, it doesn't mean it's awesome. It's a, it's yeah, something. It it's an experience. Yeah, like, like them zooming a, in as his hand shook is one of the fucking scariest yeah. things I've ever when seen. You got, uh, when you got an old fucker like Viano, like, he's about to die in the ring, and then he looks up and like sees the light. He gets back up and just starts loading punches on Penta. There's nothing like it. I mean, just like I'm not I'm not arguing about that match. That's a very different match to the one we were talking about. But yes, nonetheless. <laughs> Yeah, that one was like actually good, you know. Yes. <laughs> but uh, that it's a good genre, Mass fan. It's a good genre, man. It is. Old, old, old fighter, you know. Yeah, don't want to let it go. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't. I don't count Puro in that because you know the Puro guys. They try to go hard every time. It's like the American the Lucha, old Mexican luchadors. They just go out there and they know they don't have it, but. The spirits just take over so them, and they just. What matches go. do you count in that genre? Like, like map this out for me. Give me like the, the greatest hits of this uh, this wrestling 
subgenre, so to speak. Um, the one that's going to come up soon, uh, Blue Demon and Demon Azu versus Penta and uh, no Rush versus Rush and uh, La Parka, La Park. Mm. That's 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 the definition of that wow. match. What's Any up? of the old children? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes sense. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'll find it. Bro, the same way that Joe was saying he don't know what I'm talking about, I never know what the hell Manny yeah. was talking about. That's not all right. You just fair. at some point yeah. you have to just sort of that guess. to be fair though. Like, yeah. pick the, I have like three possible responses. I pick the middle one generally, and he seems to know what I'm talking about most of the time. But he's he's an interesting character. He's the great Hooper. Look at him. He's sort of smiling at us now, like he's the one who's making sense. What a character. Have I seen Flair HBK? Of course I have. You can't Manny, you can't just read from the chat line. There's four <laughs> other people on the screen, bro. So sorry. Take it. Take it right, mate. Don't worry. Okay, yeah, we're trying to be professionals, you know. Let's it's, keep let's keep it rolling. Times, you know what I mean. The late night grim. We no, have it's it's, like, it's hard because everybody's always asking me questions. A member of our community is called Joe on the late night grim, and Manny would just go Joe and just starts talking to him. So I'm, I'm I'm on the screen with you, brother. You can't do that. No, yeah, he's crazy, bro. All right, so Neb, why not? You know, I appreciate you. Rosa leaking stuff to JD from NY is pretty nasty, though. I mean, like, don't what, bro? Like, Jesus. Everyone yeah. links things to the dirt sheets these days. Like, if you're going to put her in that category, you've got to put a lot of wrestlers in that category. It's not like JD's a reporter, bro. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, what are we doing? You know, <laughs> leaking stuff to him. It's, it's not talking you know. to a friend. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, okay, Darren Walker, five pounds super chat. Very happy Israel is on. She's awesome, apart from her slander on Jamie Hayter. Well, that's never going to stop. Actually, I actually did not mention that girl name not once since I showed up. I was mostly going yeah. for like the head demon in charge. Mm -hmm. But now that you bring it up, <laughs> you don't get me started. This yeah. nothing as title reign she got going on now. Like, uh, it just need wrap it up. Wrap it up. Like, who, it's not giving. It's like, it's, it's just literally just been a nothing ass feud. It's like, no heat to it. She's involved with this musty ass storyline with the outsiders. Like, just. Who would you put up. the belt on, Israel? Right now? Right now. Today? Today. Yo, I think we should do Athena two belts. Well, you want to be honest, I'm with it. She's such a monster right now. Like, I feel like if we want to really make ROH like serious and really like solidified as a show, why not have their women's champion take over on AEW too? Because then that will make ROH look more legit. That will make Athena look more legit. And honestly, the streak that she's been having, like with her matches, like she has not missed once. She's incredible. Matches have been incredible. She's always been a great, great wrestler, but now that she's got this confidence as like a heel bully, she is yeah. just incredible at the moment. She's an animal. Yeah. I, 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 I and then I think that we could have like the outsiders versus the the school nurses. Like they could have this outside of the, the title picture. And that way the title doesn't have that stink on it. You know what I mean? You could have that go to like the work rate girls and have them just go crazy. Mm -hmm. Someone in the medical field. I mean, this is a line, man. Some of those nurses, bro, they, man, they, they go Many out there returning and they to the screen. <laughs> talking about it. someone in the medical field. <laughs> he's, he's just... He's just uh... Anyway, we got another super chat, $10. Yuzora Heart, appreciate you very much. My thing with Rosa is, like I've said about Pong, 
She might be 100% right, but if she's beefing with three or four top women in the company, maybe she's just in the wrong environment. Well, maybe, maybe, but that's, you know, that's an environmental thing and it's not really a reflection on her, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, I ain't really got anything uh, to rebuke that with, you know. Uh, all right, let's go back to Dawn, because we, we, we derailed. We, <laughs> we derailed. Uh, all right. So, what did we just finish with? We finished we'll with Kenny, Kenny and Don. Yeah, Kenny and Don. We finished. We, we finished even, with. Did, yeah. Charlie, you can talk about Kenny and Don. Go for it. Don being a manipulative right. piece of shit in a locker room with Kenny. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people had issues with how Dynamite ended with um, Kenny not understanding what had gone down with Don, and they addressed mm-hmm. that this week. That did not need to be discourse on Twitter for 24 hours like it was, but that's just post-Dynamite for you. It always happens with some in. Yeah, um, it Yes, exactly. We had an argument on the timeline about it. It was great. Um, <laughs> but well. Don Callis is just manipulating everything with Kenny right now, and he's basically what he's done with this is he's just twisted it back on Kenny and made it Kenny's fault that he believed that was what had happened because it was just like why is was that your assumption like someone you were friends with why did you just assume that he had attacked me and like if you've been paying attention for like the last month or so Don Callis is talking over them he's not letting Kenny and the Bucks get their like shit off on TV and he's just driving the wedge further and further in between them and that's what it's going to come down to is can Kenny see the manipulation at hand or is he going to let Don Callis pull him away from the elite? That's yeah. like the crux of the storyline. It's like, um, it's like, what will Kenny Kenny's reaction be like when he starts to notice it? So like last mm-hmm. night there was like he was very confused, you know. Then obviously the week before he was slightly confused about how Don said it was a good thing that the bulls got taken yeah. away and an ambulance and stuff. And it's like he's getting more and more confused, and the penny's going to drop soon. Yeah. So it's like, is he going to like? fully switch up on Don Callis or is he like you said Charlie like is he gonna like lean with it or like what how does he react to it yeah because Hmm. Kenny's always just like not blindly followed Don Callis but like he's always like lent on him as a crux to just kind of lead the way on what's happening and they confirmed on BTE that it like the 2021 full gear finish where Matt gave uh, hangman the nod <laughs> kenny still hasn't seen that and matt was gonna send it to him in a text and whatever all your sad boy law but they still don't know that's happened so i think it's gonna come down to kenny's gonna like try and pull away from don Callis, and then he's gonna drop yeah. that bomb and it's Ooh. gonna it's gonna be fucking messy and i can't wait this is the shit that i love in wrestling this is so good to me <laughs> we know we know if the past five minutes of me talking doesn't give that away yeah. I like how it's just kind of, um, you know, so it hasn't. It's not even been really going long, do you know. Like, obviously, the hangman mock stuff has, but it's yeah. like, just, you know, as soon as the elite get cooking, it's been a three weeks, and people are like severely interested yeah. into this story like, it's already. Gone. It's literally been like three weeks <laughs> or something, you know. So, like, yeah, it's, it's been uh, going on in the background longer, but they're finally mm-hmm. putting it all on TV. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop bitching about that. It's just a BTE thing. No, it's not. It's on TV. They're also they're giving it like multiple segments on the show too. Yes. Rather than 
having a 30-second pre-tape that has stuff in the background. And it's like, it's actually, now it's being told more more traditionally. And I think yeah. the audience's response to that is telling in the sense that, like, a lot of the details you just went through that would be, I'd be oblivious to, I'm still very much enjoying the story they're telling because it's more, like, on the nose with this current run. Yeah. So it's, I, it's very effective. That combined with the Blackpool Combat Club taking a new shape has, oh, been, yeah. has been really good stuff. Uh, I do want to say the last two weeks or three weeks, it feels like Kenny Omega is the real world champion of this show. Yeah. And like, he feels like he's like the most important person. And I don't know if that's more of like his historic presence or all the people he's feuding with compared to MJF. Cause I don't know. I just, presence every, time I see, yeah, every time I see MJF with the belt, I'm just like, oh, come on, bro. You're not the, you're not him, bro. Look at it. Fucking Kenny Omega over here battling these killers and you're over here worrying about, Freaking Jack Perry and like Darby emo boy and then Sammy Guevara, bro. It's like, come on, bro. Like, put that title one over on like a real Hooper and let's get this. Let's make some money, you know. That's what I, I don't know. Uh, I just feel like it's noticeable. I, don't know. I, I get annoyed yeah, by one. It's you know. But, you know I agree completely with the point, but the explanation was so much better <laughs> than, I ever, than I ever could have managed. All right, so. uh yeah, man. Shout out Kenny Omega. Getting manipulated. He happens to the best of us, you know. Uh, right, next up we had an Acclaim 2.0 video package where like 2.0 were trying to be pally-pally with uh, the Acclaim. This was, you know, slightly comical, I guess. Uh, and then we had... What did that happen? Like... <laughs> exactly after the, after the last segment we talked about, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> like, They're um... all straight into it, man. All right, so Dalton Castle and the boys versus the Blackpool Combat Club, if you can even call it a match. Um, they're making their entrance, you know. The fan, the fans in attendance, the puppy, you know. You got the uh, extravagant Dalton Castle and the boys are coming out. You know, everyone's having a good time and not for long because the Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> Claudio was running so fast when he did the uh, attack yeah. on the boys. He just took himself out as well. It was uh, incredible. But yeah, that they, they charged down, they jump the the jump castle and the boys and throw them in the ring, they beat the shit out of them a bit more. Then they just got you know, they beat the shit out of them, <laughs> squash them in about a minute, and then they disappear through the crowd. And um this takes us to the next segment where obviously as you as you'll know earlier in the show, Callie said that he was gonna go talk to Hangman and apologize to him. Callis does this, he apologizes to him and Hangman's a bit sceptical at first, and he's like, you're being for real, you know, he's like, like everyone is with Cardiff these days, and, uh, you know, Don, Don was like, no, I'm being serious, you know, and he, you know, giving the outstretched hand, and when his shake hands and get over it, and Blackpool Combat Club, they've just finished the match, and they're just kind of, uh, they just beat the shit out of both, the, both of them. Yeah. Don's handshake off and never <laughs> going back, just waiting for someone else to <laughs> sit <laughs> with his just like yeah, Don's just got his hand out while Hangman's yeah. just getting the shit literally kicked out of him, and then uh, then he looks to, when Moxie looks at him, and he kind of you know tries to shake hands with Mox, and Not Mox gives him a form. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he got he gets Not hit with a forearm, and Don Callis fucking he goes down, and it looks like he bladed when when you're watching the show. It looks like he's run yeah. the blade. He's got color. He's bleeding. He's dripping blood and everything. But we come to find out after. PW Insider reported that it was a legitimate injury. He hit his head on the way down. Yeah. And then um, I think Brian Alvarez uh, 
followed up on it and he was like he was uh he was in hospital until three in the morning getting it stitched together the cut was really deep you could see bone like so he uh he he fucked up that bump brother you know yeah Uh, man uh, mom took out all the angry hand for punk and just let it loose on callus and callus just freaking fell I thought it was. I, I really liked how it was set up, though, in the sense of like the way that Blackpool Combat Club. They just finished the match. You know, they're going backstage. You know, like yeah. logic tells you that, and it's like they get there and they see those two and they beat the shit out of them. You know, because they're on this rampage and that's how they're being presented yeah. now as like a wild pack of dogs, a pack of savages. Um, so I really liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, hopefully, Callis. You know, hopefully he's back on TV next week. And it was just a cut, yeah. and it was nothing like yeah. a concussion or anything like that. You know, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> Callie's got colour. <laughs> yeah. I really did think he had bladed. I was just like, well, that is commitment to the segment. Yeah, absolutely. Same. Same. I thought I was popping huge, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was sending it in all caps. So, wait, is Hangman with the leader? They got tension. Hmm? It's, there's tension there, Israel, because mm-hmm. the Bucks are like fully on board with having Hangman come back in. But obviously, the history between Hangman and Kenny that's not really been resolved at all yet. So, I don't like Somebody. much about elite lore, but <laughs> I would die for Hangman. So, whoever side he on, Fair. Fair. he's with the books right now. You know, yeah. Somebody from AEW send me a picture of Callus's cut, and you'll see the bone. <laughs> Good lord, man. What? How are you gonna say something like that and not show proof of it? I know, but like, just the way you phrased that was a little, was a little aggressive, you know. Yeah, Especially with the, yeah, man. You, got, you got a weird fetish going on there, man. Yeah. All right, All right so Sorry. next Maybe up, obviously, we've got um, we have Kenny Omega versus Jeff Cobb for the IWGP United States Championship. Before the match, though, Tony Schiavone goes up to Kenny Omega, and you can see he's getting ready for the match. Literally about to walk out. And uh, Tony Schiavone gives him the news that, you know, Don Callis has just been jumped, uh, Hangman's just been jumped, and Kenny's like, what, both of them, like, what the fuck's going on, like, Tony's like, Tony Schiavone's like, I'm sorry I had to tell you, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I thought you yeah. should know, and Kenny's just like, alright, man, <laughs> I got this match, you know, and then, uh, yeah, Kenny Omega versus Jeff Cobb, Kenny Omega brought back Devil Sky, he's IWGP, uh, man, not even. I was gonna say his championship man, but that's just his theme in New Japan, you know. Um, definitely popped the nerds like myself and the people that remember that that run so fondly, you know. Um, it popped me huge when he brought it back at the start of the year as well for Wrestle Kingdom yeah. and New Year's Dash and stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, seeing it on Dynamite, there was just something cool about it. Just you know, it's the little things. But as Manny was saying earlier, when Kenny comes out, bro, and it's like when he's in, when he's a central part of like the show, like he was yesterday. So like, he just feels like the world champ, you know. Yeah. He's in like the world champ spot in terms of like, yeah. uh, you know, in terms of like central focus and stuff like that. And you've got like you've like the MJ. I think I know a lot of people have liked this. I'm thing, sorry, I thought I heard funny. you say sexual focus. I thought I'd be like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not quite. Um, Kenny feels like Kenny feels like the main character, you know. He yeah. just, he just does. Yeah. Um, that's just. And I've said it for ages, so I, I ain't gotta say it too many times again. But I just I think he he should be he should be the guy right now, you know. I, mean, I know that he's I know Max, he's already gone. Him and Max is a big match, so. But mate, I mean, I think you're gonna get that match on pay per view. I just don't know. 
I don't know if you're going to get the result you want. Yeah, but, I want yeah, but, yeah, but it's like if it happens on pay-per-view, it's not happening at the next pay-per-view, and then the next pay-per-view after that, then the moment might have been missed. So it's like it goes it's on my long... Man. He is, but my point is, is like when it's the world champ, you want to go with the person that it's like it, when it feels like it's their time. So it's like with MJF, the reason why I don't feel like I'm as invested in it as maybe I should be and I feel like I could be is because when MJF was at his hottest and he was just absolutely killing it, he was like, um, he had the punk feud, which got voted like feud of the year and most people's feud of the year and stuff. And then after that, back-to-back Wardlow feud, he killed it again. And obviously, when you look at how both both careers played out since then, you'd be like, you know, you'd put a lot of that onto MJF and tip your hat to him for that. And it's like, then after that, MJF is like hotter than ever. You know what I mean? Like that would be the time you would do the story to get him to become world champion. But that doesn't happen because he does the fucking shitty pipe bomb, which I hate. I know most people loved it, but I fucking hated it. I've explained it before. Then he disappears. He's like, you can't gain any momentum. And because he'd done the pipe bomb, everyone knew he wasn't actually leaving. So it, like, it killed the mystique of, oh, is he coming? Is he going to come back? And it's like, he might as well have just been injured. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then he comes back. Then his, his like, story to the title was shit. It just was, you know, like the tease the baby face stuff. It was this discombobulated story with Max. It was just weird. It had weird vibes to it. And it's like, now we're here. And it's like, now we're here when Kenny Omega has just came back from an injury and people were kind of frustrated seeing him in trios. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we finally got Kenny back. He's 100%. Right. He looks great. Kenny, like, full Kenny's back, you know, like everyone's fired up about it. And it just felt like he's the guy who's got, like, the momentum, you know? And it's like, instead, he's doing this other stuff, which now feels like the main part of the show. And admittedly, MJF and the pillar stuff, it just feels secondary, you know? Like, that's not what everyone's talking about after the shows. That's not, you know, and it's just, it just doesn't feel like, this is my very, very long-winded way of saying it. It just does not feel like it's MJF's time right now. It feels more like it would be Kenny's. So... What? Put Rob up. He got something to say. What does Rob want? I've told people. No more fucking runnings. And he tries to run in all the time. What He's the, literally like, backstage, bro, like, as right, a prisoner. Right. Just... <laughs> Rob, bro. You know why, what, you know what, why you're you saying want? all this? You know why you're saying all this? You know what, what you're do saying? you want, you're not, saying, you're not telling the truth, my nigga. The truth is, MGF is not a draw, my nigga. The truth is, MGF had 30 seconds last week. They did 900K. MGF had an advertised segment in nearly 10 minutes on the show. How much did we do, Charlie? What was the rating? I don't fucking know. <laughs> 800, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. 800K? But the world champion was advertised? You're not telling the truth, Monty. That nigga. And listen, listen. Brian Danielson, I know what you are, bro. I know who you're working with. You're working with Don Callis, and you're working with MGF. Nigga, I know who you are. I know what you're about, nigga. You, you, you shady, nigga. Also, also, MJF, you're not a draw. Give the title to Kenny Lowe, bro. It's time. It's time. Your time is up, nigga. I'm going to watch this Hitchcock show on Kota Ibushi. Kota- <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> what was the rating, yeah. Charlie? Was I, thought, I don't know if this is going to go the way Robin did. You put a gun up to Charlie's head. <laughs> <laughs> what was the rating? No, we got, no, we got I that out the way. The rating. 
That isn't even what oh, he wanted to say because he was in here from before that. So it's like, whatever. Anyway, no more running. Didn't you guys like people. agree? <laughs> you know? Wasn't your point that Kenny should be the champ also? Yeah, it was just. <laughs> was... Anyway, carry on. He didn't have all that, you know, the performative stuff, you know? Anyway. Shout out to Ampiris, though. Always, you know, tomorrow. Yeah going to be a big episode big big episode of on purist tomorrow with rob chris Ayo. they're going to be getting off their shit yeah. like rob just did there but for two hours you know <laughs> so they're going to be cooking um but yeah okay so omega versus Cobb. what did we think of the match uh i'll start with i know what manny for i'm gonna start with israel did you watch kenny omega versus Cobb? i did not damn it <laughs> uh charlie yeah, um, I liked it. I thought like the first five minutes was a bit slower than I was anticipating. But like when you consider it from the storyline point of view, it makes sense. He was going into it with all this other shit going on in the background. Um, but I ended up really liking it. Like just I, the, my main takeaway from it is the fact that he got him up for the one winged angel, and it actually looked good on TV. Yeah. So I thought that was fucking beast. He didn't just get yeah. up. He like walked around. That was crazy. Yeah, they like right? he did good. like his little march around the ring. It was it was mm-hmm. great. But yeah, I enjoyed the match. It was good. I, time. Like, I liked how they built the struggle to the one wing angel as well. So. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, when he actually got him up, he was fucking walking around with him. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> had him up there, bro. Kenny's the man. Like this wasn't like you know it wasn't you know it wasn't quite the Vikingo match last week. Yeah. Or, well, you know, they, they, uh, they worked a more time, definitely a more time match. I think every match is more time than what they did last right. week. But, um, you know, they worked a body part, you know, they told a little story and stuff. This was a, definitely a lot more grounded, you know. Um, I liked it, but I think, I think both of them, I think if they were, for example, like main event in a, you know, one of the New Japan US shows or something, then you'd get a lot more out of it than mm. what we got last night, you know. It was very much a TV total defence, you know. Um, mm. I liked it, though. Joe, where was you at with it? I actually was very good. The first time I watched it, I was <coughs> I was slightly underwhelmed when I was watching it live, but I also was doing other things. Mm-hmm. I rewatched it today, and I thought it was very good. But I thought Kenny's performance was, was spectacular, actually, in terms of yeah. the detail work. Like, his yeah. selling was so good for our... And, um, it was definitely more of a traditional match than... Yes, you know, than than I actually expected because I kind of thought they were going to just go bombs, you know, and and Cobb was going to do his power power stuff and Kenny was going to be as explosive as ever. But it was more traditional than that. And I thought they had a very good match. I I like Jeff Cobb as a talent. I didn't think it was like his finest hour, to be totally honest. And, I, and that's not you know that is what it is. It happens. But I thought Kenny looked great, and um, it certainly was another reminder of like how versatile he is as a worker. Right, like he has so much range. He can work so many different types of matches. And I think you saw that here, but. I do think they have a better one in them, um, which I'm not sure we'll see ever because it's you know there's a lot of moving pieces there. But it was a very good match, I thought, nonetheless. Manny, anything to add? Uh, it was like the most aggressive, like three and a half to three point seven five star match I've ever seen. That's not a bad thing, you know. Yeah, it's a pretty good rating, to be fair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, the way people were talking about it online, you know, people would think you would think it was like the one of the best matches Kenny's had in a long time. Kenny was awesome, but I mean, I thought Cobb was kind of sucked out there. I mean, <laughs> it's about to be iftar, so I gotta go 
Um, thank you, Monty, for having me, even though I wasn't here the whole time. Um, I have nothing really else to add, anyways. So you, bounce. Hey guys. I appreciate the all access review. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. It was good to Shout out, Israel. Always. All right. We've got the core four back, people. You know, we've been all over the place, but we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. All right. So, um, after the match is obviously what everyone's talking about. Brian Danielson comes back. You know, the music keeps everyone popped. Everyone's so, happy to see Brian again. Um, so, wait, Monta, did yeah. you know who, uh, did you know who, you know, the, did you know what the theme song was when you first heard it? Hey, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I said that I said that it looked weird that nobody knew whose theme song it was. I, I, I pointed that pointed that out, and people were like, "Well, of course nobody knew who he was." Like, they started the song in the middle of the theme, in the middle. I, wait, wait, you asked us no, if we knew it was him, and we said yes. Did yeah, we... I know, but I'm just saying I said that on Twitter, and people were getting mad at me for saying that. What are you talking about? Of course, nobody knew who that was at the beginning because nobody knows his theme. I, don't I know, thought I people were about... upset about them. Uh, Changing Claudio's music back to that's his like OG thing, isn't it? What they use. Wait, what? They changed Claudio's name. <laughs> <laughs> that was the oh, actual. What did we, we, <laughs> we let Manny do this? I don't know. Is, I don't know. Anyway, he asked me question. Daniels, and said, I did a tweet about this. He was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Let me fucking you know. Brian Danielson comes back, you know, oh. after the Omega Cup match. You know, and this is, he comes back whilst the Blackpool Combat Club look like they're about to jump Omega in the ring. They've surrounded the ring, you know, the circling in, they're licking the lips, brother, you know, they're about to kill this dude. But, uh, you know, Danielson comes out and it's like, all right, what's he going to do here? You know, because you know that Brian Danielson, he's kind of been like, yeah, he's kind of been like distanced from the rest of the rest of the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. So again, he kind of raised the question about what is he going to do here? He He jumps in the ring. And you know he he helps Omega to his feet, and he still it's like there's still kind of an air of like what's he really gonna do, you know? Then I think it's Yuta who jumps up on the apron, and Kenny yep. goes for him, and when his back's turned, Brian hits him with that knee, brother, and he fucking clarks him with that knee as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> he he got, he, he got him, bro. Incredible. He got him. Um, and yeah, man, they they all just they all dive in and they just kick the shit out of him basically, and. I think, like, I think like Manny said earlier in the podcast, it's like, who's going to stop them now? You know, they've got Brian, they've got oh. Max, they've got Claudio, they've got this mean version of Yuta, which is popping me lately, oh, you know? So um, yeah, man, the Savages and Kenny's left passed out in the ring and they're all posing, you know? And they're all, <laughs> it's just it's like, like, damn. Yeah. It's so, so, um, sorry. It's so I, I can't believe people fell for, like, the people in the crowd felt for Danielson, like being nice and everything. I, as soon as I saw him give the hand, I said, "No, don't believe it, don't believe it." And then as soon as he turned around to do the bicep going, I said, "He's cooked, bro. He's done." Hundred percent. <laughs> but you've got to think, like the last time people saw him on TV, he cut that really heartfelt promo. Yeah. Like just because we figured out where it was going, like <laughs> most wrestling fans don't watch it how we do. <laughs> Manny's takes on this segment are exclusively the fans were dumb throughout. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's cool, Reed. Um, it's like, oh, it's funny. I thought this was the best thing on the show, honestly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this was red hot. This this stuff's really exciting. And Dragon was such a dick immediately after pulling the trigger yeah. too. Like when they cut back and he was flexing while having the label on. <laughs> yeah. And so Claudio good. is really into this stuff. Like, he looks like he's enjoying it so much. And you you mentioned the way he's been acting. It's uh, 
It's a serious faction. It's one of the. It's. I mean, it's an incredibly talented faction. It's an mm. all-time great lineup of talent, right? Like Uter is obviously the the small, the, you know, the least part there. But he's a young guy. That's not any slight on him. But the other three guys are like all incredible in their own way. And Uter is very much on his way to being to being a great wrestler in his own right. So it's an incredible you faction, it, and they've been presented well. You think it stays the four on four? Or they add. <clears throat> They at the five on five with Takesha. That's where I think it's going. I think it will end up five on five eventually. <clears throat> but do you think you think Takesha is going to join? Who's the fifth man in He's going BCC, brother. Like people, like he pledged not pledged his allegiance. What am I trying to say? He like said that he had Brian's back during the MJF yeah. stuff, and I think that's where it's all going to come down to. <clears throat> like Don Callis ain't got nothing he can offer him that's going to keep him with like aligning with the elite i don't think the one guy who i've always thought was a logical combat club member was joe because Mm -hmm. joe was like a regal guy before almost any of these people you know that's like a thing that goes back to like 2001 and also where joe's at in his career that would protect him a lot to be part of a bigger group where you could put him in tags and multi-man matches so that that's always intrigued me if Takeshi was going to be on the elite side you know him being the uh the fifth man there but I mean, there's a lot of different options. The Takeshita thing, now that you mention that part of it, could really be most interesting, you know, element of the story, right? Because there's like a yeah. will he won't he situation there. So, and then if Takeshi joins the Blackpool Combat Club, then who joins the elite? Is it like Adam? Right. Oh, Adam Cole. Hey. No, never mind. No, it, it's if, not going like, to be Adam Cole. I, don't I mean, I if, if I think the Young Bucks are cooked, man, they're going to freaking target Adam Cole's head and they might take him out forever. So. <laughs> Shit, I mean, I, there's maybe... one very obvious answer, but no one wants to talk about it right. because of the chances of it actually happening. It's shaky, but there's a real obvious answer to mm-hmm. who it's gonna be. I think it will That's happen. I, I think it will happen at least like on a temporary basis. You know, I'm not sure yeah. it'll ever be. I mean, if you're doing like anarchy in the arena, yeah, I mean, he would. <laughs> I feel like he would be a pretty natural fit in that dynamic. So yeah. we'll see. It'd be interesting. Like but great. having him come in for the one-off, like going into the pay-per-view of we don't know who it's going to be, right. and then having that be the reveal would be fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anyone that's not caught up, we're talking about Kota <laughs> by the way. <laughs> he not his name like he was problematic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just for anyone that's like not on the same wavelength, like, you, you started going in the direction of I'm not gonna say his name either. Fuck it, it's just he's <laughs> <laughs> a wild boy, you know. Yeah, um, I was gonna say now, no, I lost Fuck. it. What's up, man? I'm watching, I'm not, I'm not watching, I'm just like, I keep looking up at the the Ring of Honor. Uh, what's that thing they that embedded they're doing for Road the Super Two? Bro, it's it's like there's a ton of awesome like Jakarta footage of just Eddie Kingston and uh, <laughs> real and grat, Claudio. Real grats going on right there. It shows it shows that the it shows their first brawl where then it has all like all the freaking dumb luchadors all around Eddie Kingston. It's awesome. Yeah, man, Shikara forever, brother. Yeah. Um. All right, back to Dynamite again. The guns got a promo on FTR. Uh, I thought this was pretty decent, you know. Uh, it was, right. it was just spiteful, you know. Spiteful. Talk, yeah, yeah, just spiteful heel promo, you know. It went overly wacky, especially for their standards, you know. Um, 
Yeah, it was yeah I, I thought I thought it was good. They're just obviously it was it was like a thirty second pre, so right. there's not much to say about it. I'm glad um, they did something. You know, I'm glad yeah. you needed something on this week's show to push to push the gravity of next week's match, and and they did that, and I thought it was it was effective. And I think um, from a character point of view, the guns are are getting there, right? And I guess it may not be with the kind of uh, the stature that you want your tag champs to have necessarily, but they get heat and they and they're, they're, they always, I mean, they swing for the fence if nothing else, right? The guns are never yeah. going to leave you wishing they gave it more attempt to get heat. So I think it'll be a hot match next week, to be honest with you, but we'll see. We will, we will. All right. We've almost got nothing else to say on the promo, which, you know, like I said, there's not much to say about it anyway. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus The Butcher. AEW International Championship match. Um, Leveled up, yeah, man. So it's just Orange Cast stat padding to all the defenses at this point, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's I like the butcher, but it's you know, it's, it was nice. Right. It was right, yeah. It was right, easy you know. to watch. Mm-hmm. Did it need the... to be on the show? Or, you know, like... yeah. no, see, <laughs> I mean, it is an interesting reign in that, like, he's having he's kind of having like an old school TV title reign with this belt. You know, like he just mm-hmm. sort of wrestles. He wrestles weekly against just a random collection of opponents, and he almost every week produces something that's like fun and watchable. Yeah. And only a handful of them go beyond that because it's not really what he's trying to do, right? He's just having really steady matches. I am intrigued who eventually beats him. But I thought Butcher looked, you know, and I like the Butcher, but for for what the Butcher does, I thought he did it pretty well here. Is the best yeah. way I can explain it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want. Orange Cassidy defend the belt outside of AEW yes. and like hit up some indies. I think that's like the only miss Tony Khan's had this weekend that he's not put an Orange Cassidy match on like any other promotion because mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that would have been a really good way to just promote the belt, get more eyes on that, and just have some fun. Just have a fun match somewhere. It is interesting. It's like mm-hmm. it's like that belt has become what the TNT title used to be. In a weird way, yeah. right? In terms of its usage, not necessarily its statue. In terms of the fact you see it so regularly on TV, and it's completely divorced from what you just said there about you know, like being the touring bell and the yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, said it's just uh, another total defense. Yeah, one of many. Uh, who? <laughs> Who's beating him? Fuck. I think I think no, Manny's boy is going to do it. I think Roosh is going to do it. Oh, I would love that. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I just... That's not I think, what I was going to say, but that's a good shout. I like Roosh has been like the guy who they've they've slotted in to lose a big match. I think it makes a lot of sense to give him a chance to be the guy who wins a lot of like underneath matches with that belt. And He would also be an interesting candidate as the aforementioned touring champ. Whether they're ever going to do that again or not, I don't know. But I mean, Roosh, yeah. like Orange getting worn down and then Roosh just fucking obliterating him would be very compelling, I think. Yeah. So that would be my pitch, but I don't know. I think Orange is going to keep the title still for Ben and Dora. And then... I'd really? like to drop it to a New Japan talent. That would be quite fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, hmm. My Mostly. thinking was uh, Takeshita, like, especially if Takeshita yep. does go the route of BCC, have that be where he does his like heel turn, where he just beats the shit out of Orange Cassidy and takes the belt. That could be interesting, yeah. That's the in some ways Takeshi almost feels like he may be 
Like he's what he could be involved in. What we were talking about earlier almost could be bigger than this. This belt will ever. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like it almost feels secondary. But that'd be a nice way to uh, just to keeping of... gold in BCC as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Especially like yeah. we don't know what's gonna happen this weekend. I think you is gonna retain. I'm not sure about Claudio. So yeah, that's one of the more interesting things about this show tomorrow night is the Blackpool Combat Club piece of it. I do think there's like I don't think Shibata winning is impossible. You know. Exactly, and it's because oh. that schedule is the Ring of Honor schedule allows you to do some really like creative stuff because you only need to fly yeah. guy over for like a weekend, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, well, it's, it's be, anyways. there you go, it's even easier, but like it's not hard to but schedule wise, it's not hard. I should, I just better way to explain it, right? Like, he could work one match a month and be on the TV, so yeah, but nonetheless, nice yeah, I've got, I've got Shabbat. Anyway, that's what we had a Jade promo. Um, more of this legal stuff with Mark Sterling and Taya using a finisher. I mean, for me personally, it's whatever, you know. Uh, it's whatever. Taya already feels kind of like whatever as well, you know, which is unfortunate, but whatever, you know. <laughs> just whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's just kind of there. Jade's on TV. I've done more more Jay Cargill runs, you know, and it's never about her. It's just about... It's her booking. Why why do we keep going back to all the same stuff? Like, why is it another legal thing? It's just, why can we not give her a good (laughs) storyline? She's such a character as well. Like, it can't be that hard. (laughs) She does really well with what they give her. They're just not giving her anything she good enough. Really... Like... Sorry, Charlie. No, you're good. You're good. That's not Tony Khan's favorite kind of wrestler to book. I mean, like, I just, I don't know. Like, it just seems like she has to be protected so much, and Tony Khan doesn't do well with the protected wrestlers. He's just like, just go out there and have a good match, you know, and all that. Just, I don't know. Just, hmm. We're just in limbo. He booked himself into a corner. He he should have. Jade should have dropped the belt to Willow. That's my thing. They should have done that earlier this year. Yeah, he seems to have decided that he's going to wait for Statlander, right? And yeah, I mean, and I loved that. that. But me too. Yeah, but literally just wait for Statlander. Literally, yeah. That's what it feels like. <laughs> and like she's earliest back, double or nothing, and that's still like a month and a half away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that, it's not, it's not like. And it's not like that. He's just gonna like wait for it to come back like on the pay per view and then build to the match and all that. It's just like, and the build is oh. always just like back and forth pre tapes. They're like this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That I like smash right. together. Right. So we had the juice. We had juice Robinson promo. He's gonna be wrestling this Friday. Willow uh, versus Ruby. Um, Went out there and this was good. They, yeah. they, they, they did the thing, yeah. they did the thing, man. They did the thing. It just more thing is, it's like you have these matches to establish angles and further storylines, but it's like, how can you do this when they do the same angle every fucking week, bro? Like, there's a brawl, someone makes a save, and then there's a match booked next week, and then the same thing happens again, or someone comes out and cuts a promo, they get interrupted, yeah. they start brawling. Someone comes out. Rio comes out with the pole. No, it's just oh. do a fucking angle, bro. Like yeah. a real one, please. Like 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> people people on Twitter are just like like the match next week, it's Jamie versus Bria. They're just like, Oh, keep that out the outcast storyline away from it. It's just like, but when do you want the angles to happen? Because that's the perfect opportunity. They're gonna have a really good match. Just fucking end it with a fucked finish. Like I hate them, but we need something yeah. to heat this storyline up. And I understand like Jamie had her visa issues, she hadn't been there. But there's like four other women on that side that you could have had shit going on with. Like, I don't understand why it's stagnant. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it is, you know, we're, we're kind of going in circles with the angles themselves. But I will say I did think the match was a really good time. Yeah, it I, was. I think Willow is so, like, I mean, even <laughs> at this point, Willow has not been on TV for that long. And every time they put her out there, she she's always so good in these spots. And, yeah. Um, you know, Ruby, I do think, while the outcast is not going to be accused of being like, you know, the NWO anytime soon, I don't think Ruby has improved things a lot. And so I, I think there's positives here. But again, I, I agree that the overall direction, it feels, it feels like we're kind of hitting the same note over and over again, unfortunately. So, yeah. Sends me crazy. <laughs> Sends me mad. Like, you know, when they do it, I'm like, <laughs> Like, when it's happening in front of me and it's like someone yeah. comes out and makes a save, I'm like, they were fucking angry. It sends me crazy. Um, right, we've got a few super chats that I've actually been very late on. Um, Reggie, Reggie, always get your name mixed up. I apologise. $3 Australian. Don Blady for the love of the game. Absolutely. He's a legend. Shortown Spurs, $5. Jamie and Riho will have a five-star banger next week and everyone will rejoice. I hope that they do. Um, Custodian, Brian Pillman Jr., aka American Arcada. <laughs> 499 Super Chat, I appreciate it. I'm going to give you all a scoop. I was offered to be in the BCC, had to turn it down due to my custodial responsibilities, but imagine how unstoppable we would be. I mean, I don't know about all that, brother. You know? Mm. don't know about all that one. Um, all right, so next up in the show, we had. <laughs> uh, we had. A powerhouse Hobbs video package, and then moving on to the main event, mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia versus the returning to in-ring action, Adam Cole. Um, Daniel Garcia, bro, he always, he always lives up to his spot, man. I, mean, I, I went on like a fucking me and I all kind of went on a rant about fucking just he's just good, you know. He's just oh, really boy. fucking. He's just really fucking good, you know. And again, he's just everything I said yesterday. If you didn't watch, just I think very highly of the kid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and just, you know. But... He's special, man. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and this was such a, a, you know, a credit to him that he was in this role because obviously Cole hadn't wrestled for nine months. It was a scary injury that he had too. And Garcia is such a polished wrestler and such a smart wrestler. And he'd give him time. He paced the match beautifully as a heel. He would always just do some shit talk on the side so Cole could could stay where, you know, like um, – because you could see Cole was feeling that he hadn't wrestled in a long time, right? I mean, early on, there was a moment where Shivani was putting over, like, there's no ring rust. And you could see the ring rust. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's to be expected, you know? And I thought Garcia was tremendous in, like, steering the ship, making sure they got home safe. And it was it was, it was fine. Absolutely. I thought it was a good match, in fact. And it will get easier from here for Cole because he's got the first one out of the way. And he looked pretty good. He'll look better moving forward. And, look, I mean, we've... Everyone's got their opinions on him at this point, but like he's obviously an asset to the promotion mm-hmm. and the people love him. And I thought mm-hmm. it was a really steady way to get him back involved and they had a pretty damn good match in the end. So another a huge kind of uh, 
success within the story for Garcia as a wrestler, I think, but obviously a big moment for Cole. Yeah, I thought it was good booking, not genuine, yeah. you know, uh, just smart booking. Uh, Charlie, what did you think of the match? I really liked the match. Um, Joe's pretty much nailed it with what he was saying. Like, I don't think you could have chosen a better person than Garcia to be in this role because, like, he just really embraced what he had to do and it's like he's a safe worker and you could like really see that in the match that like I wouldn't say that Cole like needed the guidance like the further they got into it like but that mm-hmm. beginning stretch you could see like they were going through the motions a little bit he was getting back into it and it's like it was his first match back in like nine months so it was to be expected mm-hmm. but I was a little bit surprised that he got back into it as smoothly as he did, like going through the match. And I think a lot of that is like credit to Garcia for being the sort of worker he was. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And and Paul, one thing that was noticeable was as the baby face, Cole was almost able to to just focus on the fundamentals and getting comfortable. Because yeah. he didn't have to do much in terms of emoting or expressing in regards to the story because Garcia made up the difference in that regard. Cole's yeah. part of the story is simple. He's the wrestler everyone likes who's coming back from a scary injury. So he needs to just do his thing. It was on Garcia to get the heat as the heel and you know position him as such that um, that he could kind of have an easy night. And, and again, I don't say this to say that he carried him because that's not the point. It's more that he positioned Cole to succeed on a really big night for Adam Cole, and, he, and they they did a good job. So it was a very very nice main event for sure. It's just it's funny we're talking we're talking about Adam Cole's return to the ring. It's like it's just you know the Garcia praise, um, right? But for to most people, you know, Cole went over, and that's what matters. It's just we're we're nerds, so we're looking at it through this lens. <laughs> he's so he's just so like um, like selfless, you know. Yeah. And he kind of gets he gets thrown around a lot in wrestling. I think. Yeah. But it's like he really is. He's, he's I'm, like, okay, like you can uh, you could. Oh. I believe our fearless leader has talked about Daniel Garcia so much that his internet has given up. Manny, what did you think of the main event? <laughs> It was good. It was good. You know, Garcia, you know, does his thing, you know. Uh, smart worker makes everybody look good. Two solid pros. Yeah, two solid pros going out there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just a ring rush, you know. He's going he's gonna, to – I'm not going to judge him off this one performance, you know. Yeah. It sounds like okay. you're judging him, actually. Am I back? Yes, you're back. Okay. Where, where did I get to? Uh, you were talking about Daniel Garcia again. You were talking, you were, I can't remember now. You were putting him over again. Pick up what he oh, was. Yeah. yeah, he just, he, he know, but yeah, he knows his role. Selfless. He just, Selfless. Yeah, he's just so selfless, and you saw it in the Brody King match as well, like last week. You know, it's just like he just knows his role, man. You know, and he just plays it, and he'll always put his opponent in, especially as a heel. He'll put his opponent in a position where they'll wrestle the match that they should be wrestling. You know, <laughs> like um, always beyond his years. Is the man, uh, Manny? I don't know how much you give your take on it. He, he said he put back and sucked. Why? <laughs> Sounds like a Manny take, so I believe it. Believable yeah. yeah. bit. No, he didn't. He he said he was not going to judge Cole of that performance, but fair. He, he judged him enough that he was hesitant to call them two solid pros, and he snickered slightly. So he was a little bit. You feel dismissive. That's what I'm going to say. Man, you can speak for yourself. Comment. Well, you know, it's, well, you know, uh, the you know the match was good. I mean, like, I mean, 
He's going to go out there and have good matches with Chris Jericho and, you know, Dan Garcia moved on to Hiroshi Tanahashi. So, I mean, you know, it just shows where Tony viewed, you know, these two guys, you know. That's all I'm going to say. All right. <laughs> A-W, don't know it, man. Um, oh, oh, I also did want to say I saw people online saying that uh, Adam Cole was blaming Jay White for his injury. I don't know if that's true. Can no, find that? they they showed a clip from the Forbidden Door match in All Access, and like that was like labeled what how the second concussion happened, and Twitter's taken this ten second clip and yeah, it was like the played like a clip of Jay White hitting a urinagi, but it's not even like they didn't actually like say that that was you know. No, um, it was just a clip from Forbidden Door. <clears throat> But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that was Dolomite, man. Um, Adam Cole's big in-ring return. Brian Danielson return, turn heel. We got some more elite lore, you know, good stuff. Um, right, super chat, though. Short on Spurs, $5. At least I tried to use a chair instead of spray paint. Also, Jamie's Lariat would have taken Tony's head off. Fucking um, hell, yeah. That was awesome. I need to know what your thoughts about the streamers and all that after. It was a nice moment. That was a little too much. <laughs> a little like, guy's not, anyway. <laughs> like, the guy's not dead. He just came back from a concussion. I mean, it, it makes um. I guess it's not. It's, I guess it's nice in the sense of like it shows how like uh, you know it's a, it's, a, it's more like just like a nice gesture from Tony, you know. But it's yeah. kind of like uh, at the same time, I'm with Manny completely. When you're like, all right, it's a bit much, man. You know. Could have done it after TV or some shit. Like, you know, I, mean, I don't know, man. Like, it's just... <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I don't want to sound too much of a cunt because it's just like, it, it was a nice moment, that, like, well, almost objectively, you know. you know. It was a wholesome oh, yeah. moment and it was just like, all right, man. Like, <laughs> I, I popped in. I don't know if this was on the air, but last night on, on the game show, I think it was Jay Show. Jay Show said that she thought Adam Cole was going to propose and all that. And I said that, you know, I For a think split that, second, so yeah. did I. I was like, oh, I no, said, I'm not going to do this. Please. And don't. I said, I think Britt Baker thought so too. And then I was just. <laughs> Every, everybody on screen no sold it except for me in a live chat. Manny said a lot of things. We had <laughs> no was, sell last Yeah, time. and I, I, I was just right. I was just swandering Manny in the live chat and I could just see him read it, popping <laughs> to himself, <laughs> just giggling to himself, saying each thing. But. Um, yeah, man, Dynamite was all right, man. But, uh, you know, one thing I also wanted to touch on as well was um, Tony's out basically outright said that he's interested in working with Stardom to keep, keep our eyes on it. Um, do you think they'll be part of Forbidden Door or do you think they'll do something separate? Or do you think they'll just, like, you know, get someone on Dynamite kind of thing? You know, because they have done that before. Like, the Red Belt has been on Dynamite, I believe, but, like, it was, like, you know, 2019, you know, with, like, Beer Priestley. You know, like, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that relationship gets picked back up, you know, like, even though it's pretty much a lot of the same people, Tony Khan works with, like, New Japan, Bushi Road, so it'd be interesting to see how it plays out. I guess it would be a matter of, like, how much does Tony want to push this through, you know? Um, where are you guys at with it? I hope they work together. Like, there's some matches I want to see. There's, like, I'm all for uh, stardom getting more exposure on like American TV and that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'd prefer it to be involved in Forbidden Door, but not if it has to sacrifice the match quality because of the cards already going to be so massive. Mm-hmm. 
So if it comes down to that, I'd be more than happy just to have a couple of special dynamites where they do ex exhibition matches. But ideally, it'd be on Forbidden Door because that's like, it's the name of the show. It's like, it would make the most sense for it to happen there. But wherever they can get them in is where I'm at with it. Yeah, it does. It feels like something logical to explore, right, at this point. It's just, yeah. when mm. it, with any kind of collaboration, there's obviously other factors that play into it and other elements that can make it less than you think, you know, in your mind it could be. But it does feel logical to explore some kind of connection. I agree with, I definitely am I'm with you in terms of Forbidden Door could be a, um, it could kind of, hamstring in some ways right like it could it could hamper it so because that card is always going to be so it's going to be you know loaded to begin with um if by that point the the new tv show is around which it might be there's a lot of talk of that will be around that time the, the new saturday show it would be a real cool opportunity to do some specials maybe yeah. and, and you know like giving that show that immediate identity would be pretty neat so different things to explore they have so many hours they can they can use for this stuff now but it feels like something that we should see in some form or fashion, I think, definitely. Uh, I don't think we'll see most – if we're going to see any more international talent, I think it's going to be on Ring of Honor, so. Right. I think mm. on there. That's what – because this Ring of Honor show just has a shit ton of international talent. So I think that's what Tony's going to focus more of that time on and then maybe just have, like – if you're, like, a huge star for that promotion and everybody knows who you are, I think you might be on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, then you're just going to be on Ring of Honor, and that's what Tony's main focus is going to be. So, oh yeah, I want him on Dynamite, man. You know, um, because it's like my own thing with Stardom. Because the ratings, Michael. I don't fuck them. Um, my yeah, own thing. Right. I am thinking of the ratings as well, actually, just not in the way that you are. Think. Let me get there. It's like my whole thing with Stardom, like, especially as like a fringe fan. Like I'm not Jamie or Parker or do you know what I mean? Like I'm not deep into it. I'm not watching every episode. I'll watch the B shows and I have a brief idea of like what's going on in there, you know? And um they've just absolutely killed it over the past like few years. You know, like they were literally like the only promotion like in the world that was growing through the promote through the uh, pandemic, you know, like just being able to pull that off is like an insane feat, you know. Um, they're getting critical acclaim every single year. Um, they've got a bunch of top talent that, again, are very critically acclaimed. And, you know, it's just, it feels like it just needs the eyes on it now. And that's why I get so fired up about, like, Mercedes potentially working with a lot of them yeah. and doing a decent run there. And I've, I've said it many times, like, I want Mercedes to blow up stardom. I wanted, I wanted to do, like, a year working with the talent and really get some eyeballs on it. And that would be the same for, like, the AEW Stardom Partnership. The idea of it for me was, like, yeah, it gives AEW some more women to, like, work with uh, great wrestlers and you can book great matches with them. But also, I want to see those women from Stardom mm -hmm. get the platform that they deserve, even though it's international. Yeah. But, like, still, it's just... Um, they deserve it, man. And people deserve to be, you know, introduced to that product in ways that are... Uh, Places like AEW can provide those opportunities to do so, you know. Um, and again, like the same with Mercedes. Like I've always said, like oh, even though she isn't booked for anything after, I think it's April or May. So like, I'd love, I'd love for it to do the whole year there. Work Julia, work Tam, work all the work all the big names over there. May you all of them work all of them blow up the place, man. You know, <laughs> like yeah. 
So when you say Ring of Honor, I 100% like get that as a prediction because Tony has been loading them up with international talents. But Tony even said it earlier in the media call, bro. It's got 15,000 subscribers. It's like it's not going to yeah. do anything for stardom. And if you're Rossi, the booker, it's like, why am I sending you one of my best talents, missing out on them for a week? Because you know what their schedules are like. It's crazy. And, um, and what am I getting out of it? <laughs> a few yeah. retweets on a graphic. Because what people will pop for the graphic, but at the end of the day, fifteen thousand people are going to watch it. It's not going to blow up stardom. It's not going to do anything for them. <laughs> like, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I, I want them on dynamite. Need mm. them on dynamite. <clears throat> also, yeah. Tony, um, oh, carry on, Joe. Oh, no, I'm with you, carry on, mate. Uh, Tony also said that he's going to be making a UK announcement soon. Mate, he said he's going to be making an announcement soon, but he was also asked by TalkSport earlier on today or yesterday, you know, what's the update with the UK show? Because they announced that they were going to be doing a UK show like fucking ages ago, like last year, and yeah. there's been no word on it since. So, you know, TalkSport, the UK publication, you know, they uh, they asked him about it and Tony was like, there's going to be an announcement very soon. And then Tony went on the media call and was like, there's going to be a big announcement on Dynamite next week. So... I think it would be fair to, if you have the prediction or the assumption that it might be the UK show, then I think that would be pretty fair. But it, it could be anything. You know what Tony's like with his yeah. big announcements, you know? Yeah. So, who knows? It could for sure know. be that Saturday show, right? The rumoured yeah. Saturday show. Absolutely. It could definitely be that. Yeah. yeah, it could be anything. It's Tony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could <laughs> be a new fucking belt. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me at this point. He pulls them out of nowhere. You never know. He's bought another promotion again. You know, he comes out and dies. Yeah. He's like, I've bought progress. MLW. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> the thing about progress is there's things going on. There's things going on. We'll talk about it after the podcast. I've heard a few things. Oh, my God. I'm going Whoa. to a progress show next month. And they've been, Me too. They've been so ashamed. Is Eddie Kingston going to do it? Um. I saw Eddie Kingston on graph. I said, oh, fuck, I'm going to progress. <laughs> That's this exactly what I did. And I saw the there. match, I was just like, oh, shit. And Leo Rush and Leon Slater in the match, too. So I was like, gee, I can't even yeah. talk myself out of the match. You know, like, it's good wrestlers, too. Oh, there's just no reason. Did progress still put those really long cards? The last time I was there, I came out about the next day, I think. I walked out the <laughs> again. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> oh, I, was the one, I was at the one Swerve didn't make, wasn't I? I was because mm. my because. Papa Holbert wanted to see Swerve, and I got into the building, checked my phone, and said, Swerve's not here, so here we Swerve's are. Swerve's not there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and about seven hours later, I left the building. <laughs> Brutal, <man>. Bro, <laughs> Bro I, I just turned on um, Bloodsport because they say Kodobushi is about to come on. I turn this on, and I see some guy throwing some ghost-ass forearms on the ground. Come on, bro, like. So Bushi's <laughs> not on. I was going to say, that's fair. That's fair. We want to get out of here for that, because I know Bloodsport's been on, but he's like, uh... I think I was saying it either before the stream or whilst we were live. It's like, there's all these shows on Mania Week, and it's like, there's matches on all these shows that I want to watch. But it's like, mm -hmm. it's the rest of the shows that I'm not particularly interested in and having to get through them. So it's like, yeah. we're going to wrap this up in the next couple of minutes, and hopefully we, yeah. catch, uh, we can catch Ibushi in Bloodsport, do his thing, do his return <clears throat> match. And, uh, so what I'm, what I'm getting, my, my plan is for tonight is... Uh, I decided that I'm not going to play my ex my PlayStation tonight. Uh, I'm going to have my laptop with one of the shows. God damn, my Bloodsport stream went out. Uh, and then I'm going to have my phone on, on Bloodsport, and then I'm going to have Ring of Honor on my TV. Good. 
This is a spiteful super chat here by Ben. Ben, $5. Can Cole become the first wrestler in AEW to feud with Jericho and not come out colder than what he went in? Ooh. Maybe. Okay. Probably <laughs> not. Uh, probably not, but we'll see, man. We'll see. Because obviously it's like, you know, everyone, everyone loves him right now. Everyone loves him anyway, to be honest. He's always been super over in AEW, so... So you're adding, like, the injury and people missing him. He's like, fucking, he's, he's the man right now, man. Um, all right, so let's get out of here. On Purist tomorrow. Um, if you're still hanging around, please like the video if you haven't already. It means a lot. I know I bore you with this every single, pretty much every day at this point, you know. But like the videos, please, you know. Uh, I think we've got, like, fucking 60, 70 likes or something. Get us to 100 or something, man. We want to get closer to it. Um so yeah, like the video, like the video, like the video, like the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. If you've sat with us for the past two hours and you haven't subscribed yet, you're a sicko. Um, <laughs> we appreciate all the super chats, as always. You guys are always showing out and, uh, you know, giving us a reason to actually do these podcasts, you know. Um, yeah, man. Uh, on Purist tomorrow, they're going to be doing like a... Uh, they'll probably talk about some of the shows that are going on right now, especially the Ibushi stuff. Um, Ring of Honor preview and just their usual shit talking, you know. Uh, gonna be good shit, gonna be funny shit. And uh, yeah, man, shout out Joe Holbert, Manny the Hooper, Charlie for coming back in, you know. And uh, we're gonna get out of here unless anyone's got any plugs or anything important they want to say. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to go, Manny. Okay, so I don't know if anybody's on the Ring of Honor app right now. And I just want to say this out because I don't know if I'm crazy or not. But the show should have been out by now, right? No, it's delayed. Oh, good lord, man. Can you just... <laughs> okay, okay. I was about to say, I was freaking out because I'm like, bro, I just want to It starts in 10 minutes, I think. No, it starts, yeah, it starts in, in an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay, I was about to say, because right now they're showing the Jay Briscoe tribute show, and I was like, bro, yeah. what, Real what happened to the Ring of Honor show? Real I have a show, plug bro. on Manny's behalf. This is regarding the aforementioned Hogan-Vince review. This is from the Oracle <laughs> of Wrestling. Manny's wow. review of Hogan Vince is among the funniest things I've ever read. What a legend in this business. That's, that's a serious review there, folks. The Oracle of Wrestling does not praise many things. So there you go. Go check out WrestlePierce.com. Also, twitch.tv slash late night grin. Um, a couple of us will be live later to watch this impact show. That is over three fucking hours away. So, I mean, with all due respect, if you are watching that show, just come on our Twitch channel and not even like you can mute us. I'm fine with that. Just <clears throat> viewership, you know. What I mean, I need uh, I need the, the encouragement at this point. It's very very late, so uh, much going on chat. over there. Also, Manny will be in the chat, so you can talk with him about uh, conspiracies or whatever. Yeah, I always on the show. Yeah, follow everyone on screen. Uh, follow everyone on screen. Everyone's got the rats on screen except for Manny, which is Manny the Hooper. And uh, we appreciate all you guys coming out, as always. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to finish watching this Ibushi match. Subscribe, like if you haven't again. And uh, peace. Mm -hmm.